Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Hey, hey, hey! 2020 NFL Draft is happening and has been happening for the last couple of days. Good morning, everyone. I'm your host, Lincoln Kennedy. Anthony Gargano will be joining us just in a quick second. And we are brought to you by Geico. And we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote today. Well, I tell you what. I have been on the phone, on Zoom interviews, WebEx interviews, Skype interviews, talking about people's drafts, talking about teams, trying to give a – trying to, you know – Unnecessarily downplay, but just you know, people just relax. It's it's a draft. It, it it's not it's not all up in the world, but uh, the end of the world. But you know, the virtual draft. I got to give the NFL some credit. I'm I'm surprised. Um, Roger Goodell sitting from his home in his basement, egging all fans in New York to come on and boo him. That was <laughs> that was funny. Uh, as well as seeing the coaches' setups, and I'm, I firmly believe that. Uh, that that there's some coaches who got really good in the National Football League when you look at some of their house setups, but and then there's some that just scratch your head, like uh, for example, uh, Mike Vrabel with the Tennessee Titans. He has a, he has an arcade in his background, and that's the best he can set up his draft war room. That's that's where you do it. Don't have an office in your home. It's not, but anyways, now I'm I'm not going to talk about right now what was in the background on day one for the Tennessee Titans. We'll talk about that later. I'll probably bring Figgy and the crew in because. Yeah, I could have sworn that Gibb was in Pulp Fiction, but we're just going to leave it there for right now. But anyways, <laughs> it has been uh, it has been interesting to say the least, and I and I say that because there have been a number of head scratchers for a number of teams, including the team that I represent, the Raiders. Um, maybe some reaches. I think 
I think a lot of times when it comes to the NFL draft, there are a lot of things that people deem reaches because they only process the information that's been sort of spoon-fed to them over the time of the end of the college football season and into the beginning of the, the draft or the combine and that, that process. And what I mean by that is that you don't know. There, there's no way for you to know, possibly know, every player that's eligible for the, uh, for the National Football League draft coming out of college. You, you, you can't know their history, intricacy. You can't know the details of their play, how good they are, how bad they are, where they struggle with, where they perform. You can't possibly know. You can only take for advantage as a casual fan what you've seen on TV or in person if you follow that team or follow that player and, and on, on the Internet and then take for granted that, it, you know, hey, their testing at the Combine might, you know, propel them. Their play at the Senior Bowl might – you know, it might raise their their stock or drop their drop their stock, uh, depending on what people say about them. But you're taking the advice of what other people say a lot of times to create your own assessment and your own sort of uh, idea what type of player this this guy is going to be on the next level. With that being said, there's still some some head scratchers because the key word that is always a killer for me because you don't know how to truly define it is potential. And it's on every level. Think about it. If somebody comes to you and says, this kid has potential. What does that mean? Does it mean he's going to be good? Does it, does it mean he, he's good now, but he can be better? I mean, what does that mean? He's got potential. And most notably, the position that you hear about it, especially when it comes to the draft, is quarterback. And I say that to say this. Jordan Love was projected by a number of people, kind of came out of nowhere, even those people who followed Utah State because of the performance that he had last season. Now, there were all kinds of excuses when it came from evaluation. It came the fact that, oh, he's got a different offensive coordinator. He's not surrounded by enough weapons. Is You know, all the excuses in the book, other than saying, you know what, he had a subpar year. And more importantly, there's not going to be an athlete that says, you know what, I didn't, I didn't play that well this year. I didn't play that well. I didn't. I, I could have. I should have done more. I didn't done more. It's very rare that you have an athlete say that, especially when going through this process. You want to hype yourself up because you got to sell yourself. But with that being said, you know, this draft presented a number of issues. I mean, for the Miami Dolphins, they didn't want to have history repeat itself because based on, for those that don't know, based on a medical evaluation many, 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 many moons ago, they had a chance to draft Drew Brees, but they failed him because of a medical examination. And of course, Drew Brees is a future Hall of Famer. So when it came to Tua, they didn't want to have history repeat itself. They didn't want to lose out an opportunity as a franchise quarterback. And everyone's been raving about Tua. If he's healthy, he's this. Every, the, the left-handed that can do all this stuff. Looks like Steve Young. Looks like you know the, the, Michael Vick with a better arm, better control. I mean, all these things. These All these analogies and these assessments that you heard. So they want to have history to repeat itself. And we don't know how durable Tua is going to stay up, but they used their first pick on him. And so they think they've got their future franchise quarterback. Now, what's interesting to me in that situation alone is that you've got Ryan Fitzpatrick on the roster. As a coaching staff, as an administration, how much do you protect to it before you turn them loose? You know, they've addressed their offensive line issues, so they hopefully get better protection. Of course, a quarterback's best friend is always a run game, but how much do you protect them? If Fitzpatrick goes out there and struggles for eight to 10 games, and you're, you know, one and nine or two and eight or 0 oh and 10, is it time to put two in? That's a question that you got to answer. And, and then the, the big thing is that, you know, you're committed to this guy because he's your first pick and you're committed to him at least whether you have that fifth-year option with the new C, with the CBA. So you're committed to him for four or five years. 
Let's hope it works out for him. And further to my other point, when it came to Jordan Love, history repeated itself. Because the Green Bay Packers did the exact same thing to Brett Favre when he stayed years to play. They drafted Aaron Rodgers. Now, I will say this. Aaron Rodgers was projected to be a top pick in the NFL draft. And he slid for whatever reason. He slid to where the Packers got him. I think it was 24th, right, Chris? 24th or 26th? Remind me. I know it's around. We'll double there. check here a second. Yeah. But, but the, the fact is, is that he slid, and the Packers felt that, you know, hey, he fell into our hands. This is a steal because he was projected to be a number one pick. In this instance, the Packers traded up above a couple of teams where I don't know necessarily know if they were going to go after a quarterback. More importantly, I don't know if they were going after Jordan Love and, and took him. And it leaves a lot of people in Packersville saying, you know what? We're close. We had a 13-3 and record last year. Yeah, he was picked in the 24th pick. And Aaron Rodgers picked 24th pick. You know, we were, we're close. We we're, think we're ready to challenge. Just give Aaron the best quarterback in the league, uh, many people's standards, uh, give him more weapons. They picked Jordan Love, a project, a backup. He's not ready to play in the National Football League, in my opinion. Besides, he's not going to play in front of Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to start him day one in front of Aaron Rodgers. So it's on kind of a mute point right now. He's going to sit. But then in the second round, and you, you go and get a running back. Now, I'm I'm not going to sell short. <laughs> when it comes to these picks, I'm not going to sell short what these guys are capable of. It's just, it, to me, a lot of it when it comes to draft, and I, I think a lot of people understand this, the timing. The timing for the for for when you pick a player and when you when you when you put him in or you know the possibility of his impact on your team, you draft a guy high because you you expect him to have a uh, an immediate impact. It doesn't matter. In the first three rounds, you, those are those are projected starters. You're in a position in those in that draft to to add to your team right away. And how do you do that? You you add quality players coming out of college. Or, you know, at free agency, depending on your, your philosophy. Now, the Packers have always been an organization that likes to work from within. And what I mean by that is build a foundation, starting off with young men and keep them around. They don't do a lot, of, they don't do a lot in, in, uh, when it comes to free agency. But other than the Jordan Love, the fact that they go running back in round two, I was like, A.J. Dillon? Well, I know his grandfather. College Football Hall of Famer receiver from Notre Dame, Tom Gatewood. Great man. Can't slap the, the family history, but you go with a running back, still instead of a receiver? With all the receivers that were out there, with all the depth that was out there that's still available, because a lot of the receivers slid into that second round, and then they, they, there was sort of a run on them. You're still not getting a receiver. I'm trying to understand that. I'm trying to understand where, where, where your philosophy is. Now, A.J. Dillon, between the tackles, good running back. But I thought you had running back taken care of. Did I miss something? This wasn't a team that ran the ball more than 70% of the time, and it, it threw the ball almost 65% of the time. A six-foot, 245-pound bruiser. By a lot of standards, when we go for you know people talking about ranks, position-wise, he was ranked 12th at the running back position. Overall, 155, 150th. And you take him with your second round pick. Just a head scratcher. Now there were many more. And so today we're going to break it. We're going to break it down. When my partner t- joins me, I know he'll want to go through every team's draft so far. Uh, I've got my notes. 
Figgy's already rolling his eyes. Chris is scratching his head, and then, you know, we'll wake up Rye a little bit later. But well, in the meantime, you know, we're going <laughs> to. What was that, Chris? Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Chris was saying something in my ear. Oh, so, anyways, you know, we're going to talk about the draft. We're going to break this thing down. And when we come back, we're going to dive right into it. We're going to start with the first round and break it down. And we're also going to talk about some other sports because, I, I you know, the, when it comes to, I want to get the, 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 the guys thought of you. What did they think about this virtual draft? What did they think about the performance that the NFL put on? It's not over yet, but let's face it. Thursday and Friday are the main nights that everybody's going to pay attention to. So like I said, we're the fellas and we're going to break it down. This segment is brought to you by Lowe's. During the draft, we like to recognize the best. And at Lowe's is recognizing the associates who have stepped up in major ways during this pandemic. Join me and all of us at Fox Sports Radio family as we thank the Lowe's Red Vest Associates and everything they do to support their communities. Lowe's. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. We'll be back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift. And danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The fellas, because Anthony Gargano is, will be joining us pretty soon. I'm Lincoln Kennedy, also known as Big Link. I'm going to introduce the fellas in a little bit, but first, I just want to understand, I want you guys to understand something because we're serious about this. During this, during this draft, we recognize the best, and Lowe's has recognized associates that have stepped up in major ways during this pandemic. Join me and all of us here at the Fox Sports Radio family as we thank all those Lowe's Red Vest associates 
and everything they do to support their communities. It's Lowe's. Uh, we got Ryan who's producing. Chris is also a technical producer on the on the mic and uh, helping me out. And Figgy is in the update desk. But I, I want to get you guys' take, and I'll start off with Figgy. Figgy, what did you think about the first two days of the virtual draft, 2020 NFL draft? I thought it was as close to flawless as you can get considering the circumstances. There wasn't a single person that was in the same area or in the same place as another. You know, you had Wingo in one studio. You had six analysts in six completely different places. All these team members, whether it's GM is at his house, the coach is at his home, uh, all these different people in all these different places, all these players who are dialed in via camera. And I didn't notice outside of a couple of glitches where maybe you can hear, all right, Roger, three, two, one, <laughs> awkward stare, go. That happened maybe twice right. uh, on Friday and Thursday and Friday. Outside of that, from a production standpoint, I thought it couldn't have gone any better considering the circumstances. Chris, your thoughts? I uh, I, I really liked it. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I've seen some people even saying this should probably be the preferred method to go forward. There were some candid moments. We got Bill O'Brien apparently cussing uh, silently <laughs> when when I from reportedly Certainly. when the Lions backed out of a trade that would have allowed the Texans up to I think the 90th pick if I'm mm-hmm. if I have my math correct but Bill O'Brien of course acting as general manager for the Houston Texans uh, didn't get that and was screaming around we had the Mike Vrabel household which I'm right. I'm still trying to piece that one together <laughs> you and a lot of other and, people <laughs> and but I think the star of the show and it feels funny even saying this guy was the star of the show but. Our own sleepy Mr. Rogers, Roger Goodell, mm-hmm. <laughs> in his house. Who, by the way, Roger Goodell doesn't usually uh, host day two, right? And it could tell because, like, by the end, he was. Sl- people were noticing he was slowly, oh yeah, reclining further and further back <laughs> into his chair, and the M and M's were draining. Certainly, and he looked more and more tired. I and- did notice that as well. Yeah, very. True. I just, just everything about it. It, it. I, I, I think. I'll just say this: if if we had to, if if there was a scenario where we had to trade the Bellagio fountains for something, it was this, and I'm glad we did that. Ryan Bershinger, our, our producer, what do you think, Ryan? You know what? I I will echo what the guys are saying. I think, given the circumstances, I think they did the best that they could with it, um, which is pretty impressive because you have all these different moving parts with this when you have to cut to all these different households and all these different camera setups and everything. Because like we talked about a couple weeks ago when we mentioned the uh, the horse competition that they were having on, on ESPN, and I said, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. And I did, and I checked it out for a minute, and I turned the channel. <laughs> you like, yeah, this is, because especially because of the fact that it was just uh, the, the feeds were all terrible. They only right. had to work with like four different players, but all of their camera feeds were awful and just shot through their phone and – you know, they're halfway through, they're picking up their phone and, and, and it was it was terrible. Um, with this, you didn't have those same flaws where when they cut to players or coaches in their households, uh, it was completely normal. The feeds were good. Um, it was it was entertaining. And we kind of got this whole version of MTV Cribs with all the different yeah. coaches and, and GMs. And it was super yeah. interesting. And uh, I also the uh, the Zoom crowd. Uh, for every pick, I thought it was at times I'm like, ah, oh, this is going to be going to get old fast and it's kind of corny and all. But I, I thought it, it was actually fine. I, I, it didn't bother me as much as I thought it did. So um, overall, I think it's I think they're doing a really good job with it. Well, you know what? I Look, I, I, I echo all you guys sentiments. It's it was surprisingly um, in a way watching it where I was 
I was dialed in. I was dialed in not only because of work and, and, and everything I need to do around it, but I was dialed in from the presentation standpoint. And and there were a lot of surprising moments. Like at first, you know, I was thinking in, when I on the first night, well, how did they get the, how did they get him a hat so quickly for him to put on the draft? And then I, I realized when they cut to the wide shot for Tua, and you looked at the table in front of him. I think he had all 32 hats set up in front of him. <laughs> it was just he had to find it, go through the Dolphin one and, and, and pick it uh, to, to put it on after the pick was made. But, you know, you saw other guys in, quickly throwing the hat and a lot of emotions and a lot of tears, a lot of families very, very happy. And as you mentioned, the different settings with the, with the, the families, the kids, the coaches and everyone. And the most packed house I saw was John Gruden's house. Man, he had so many, not only his kids, his family, but he had people in the background. I was like, I thought we're practicing social distancing, writing on the board. And and so the uh, <laughs> that was a surprise to me. As much that was, you know, coaches didn't want to be seen with their lips moving on a camera, the, the national feed, because they didn't want to give anything away. You know, I, I saw uh, Sean McVay. When he was, he had his leg popped up on a chair at first. He was right in the camera, and then he realized he was on the phone. He went back and and got kind of got out of the way. I don't know if you guys noticed that, and turned his back so he can he can uh, do his uh, do his work on his cell phone. But yeah, it was it was a pretty good thing. I thought uh, it was it, good link too to try to get into behind the scenes with a lot of the general managers and the coaches who had right. their families behind them, yeah. you know, their kids or their grandkids hanging around, humanizing these guys a little bit who often come off as robot like, especially in these types of situations and high stress situations in these war rooms that they normally have at the team facility. It's much more of a laid back setting for a lot of these guys that maybe they were able to be a little bit looser. Uh, with their families being around them. So I thought and, that and was really humanizing. I, I agree with that. You know, the thing is, is that we've seen these huge war rooms in the past where you've got like 50 people in there, everybody with a computer and all that other stuff up uh, in front of me. You're like, what are all these people doing here now? And I remember when Mike Mayock first got the job at the Raiders and it was close to the draft, he sent all the scouts home. Mm-hmm. He's like, go home and meet with the, the job is done. We've got the information. So what are all these people sitting in a war room? And it's interesting that we go from that to seeing Jerry Jones on his yacht showing off, you know, <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, the yacht. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've seen some, we've seen some, some palatial estates, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, uh, my goodness. You know, McVay and, 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 you know, Sean McVay and, and, uh, and Cliff Kingsbury have the same landscaper. I was going to say the same, same backyard <laughs> and like blending conspiracy theories. These are basically the same guy. <laughs> yeah. But well, also, yeah. also we got some great, just other ch- uh, chum in the water for like bloggers out there. Cause I know for, for me, cause I cover the Lions and the side like we had a lot of fun this week because the IT guy for the Detroit Lions was apparently set up outside Bob Quinn's house in a Winnebago just in case really? anything went wrong so we had a lot of fun with the Winnebago the IT Winnebago this week <laughs> well Chris while we're on it what did you think of your lines what did you think of what they did the job they've done so oh far? man I mean I've talked before with you guys like I'm not a fan of Bob Quinn I'm not a fan of Matt mm-hmm. Patricia but like this was a solid draft there's some Lions fans out there who are nitpicking that the Lions didn't trade down but I think the top of the draft like stayed pretty well put we had some theories yeah. about why there wasn't really much of a trade up but it just seems like whatever deals were being trying to be handled just the bottom fell out on that you know uh, the Dolphins side decided on Tua. The Chargers decided on Herbert, mm-hmm. and that was that. But you you went with the the best player, probably the best athletic talent, really yeah. in in Okuda, and that's perfect. Uh, I wasn't too much of a, f- a fan at first of the pick of Swift out of Georgia as a running back, especially since this is now another running back the Lions have been picking in the second round. But it didn't really hurt their strategy overall. Overall, they finally got an edge with Julian Okwara out of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And they picked up a guard, Jonah Jackson, out of Ohio State, I believe. 
Like that's those are all great positions of need. I thought it was a pretty solid draft. I've I've seen some really weird grades again that are kind of chiding the lines because again they didn't trade down. But I mean that's a hypothetical. If you didn't have a dance partner, no brainer. Yeah. You you take you take Okuda. You you lost Slay. This is Okuda is again in my book one of the best athletic talents to come out of this draft. Like. No brainer, you take a guy like that. Yeah, he had a 92 overall drafts uh, grade, uh, and and he was deemed the best corner available in the draft. And as you mentioned, losing Slay, you had to replace him. I thought it was a very smart draft on the Lions' part so far. Uh, draft the needs accordingly. Uh, Rye, I'm not sure what team, NFL team, you follow. Who do you normally follow, Rye? I'm actually a Packer fan. Okay, Ooh, so boy. what did you think of the, that's that's a great <laughs> that's a great. And the, what did you think of your your, your Packers draft so far? Um. It's very interesting. <laughs> Define it interesting because it, it means differently for everyone. Yeah, Define interesting. Uh, surprising, um, and I see where the issue with it is overall. So, um, obviously, going into this draft, we we look at the last offseason with the Packers, where they out of nowhere spent a ton in free agency, which, as you mentioned in in, in the first segment, they never do, and they they don't ever do that. But last offseason they did, and then this offseason where guys like uh, David Bakhtiari and and uh, Blake Martinez and a bunch yeah. of guys have left in free agency, they haven't used free agency right. to fill those holes. They've done nothing in free agency this offseason. So uh, the hope is that you fill those holes in the draft because as people on this network have mentioned, they got to the NFC Championship game. They're very close. You still have Aaron Rodgers. You still should be helping him out and uh, helping him get another ring. And then you draft... Jordan Love, so um, which is uh, incredibly bizarre, and then using the second pick on AJ Dillon um, when Aaron Jones just led the NFL in touchdowns. Right. Uh, you have you you drafted two positions that were more set than any other position on the roster, uh, and we still have a, a lot of holes <laughs> in the defense to fill. Um, they did draft a tight end, yeah, which is yeah. which is cool. Yeah. Um, and I believe the one move in free agency they did make was bring back Mercedes Lewis, who yes is still in the league. So uh, it, it's <laughs> it is that's what I mean by interesting, where it's it's bizarre. Um, I don't think it's necessarily bad because I personally really do like Jordan Love um and I think with when you're taking a guy who is as much of a project as Love is who has a very high ceiling a team like the Packers fits for him because he'll have a lot of time to be able to work underneath Rodgers but at the same time uh the message it's sending Rodgers is uh, uh, it's scary. Well, okay. There, there was. I, I just got to get this in real quick. There was a moment. Aaron Rodgers went on this week to the Pat McAfee show and said, "I, I have the quote here. We haven't picked a skill player in the first round in 15 years. So that would be kind of cool." So I think the monkey mm-hmm. paw kind of shriveled up a little bit there for him. Well, I want to address that on the other side, uh, and I want to talk specifically to Ryan's point about Jordan Love and the position that he's in. Uh, but first, let's go to Figgy and find out what's trending. All right, the second and third rounds of the NFL draft did see some notable names come off the board. Biggest of them all might have been Oklahoma quarterback Jalen Hurts, who was selected surprisingly by the Philadelphia Eagles. Their general manager, Harry Roseman, saying the team prides itself on being a quarterback developer. Plenty of receivers came off the board in day two as well. The first selection of day two in the second round was Clemson's T. Higgins. 
being selected by the Cincinnati Bengals. USC receiver Michael Pittman Jr. went to Indianapolis. LaVisca Chenault of Colorado taken by the Jacksonville Jaguars. As for the running backs, the Colts traded up into the second round, taking Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin, while Georgia's DeAndre Swift went to Detroit, as we mentioned just a second ago. Ohio State's J.K. Dobbins, a second-round selection by the Baltimore Ravens, and Utah's Zach Moss taken in the third round by the Buffalo Bills. And during the draft, we recognize hard work, and Lowe's has been recognizing their Red Vest associates who have been supporting the rest of us during the crisis. Join me in thanking all of the Lowe's associates and everything they are doing to support their communities during this very important time. Link, back to you. Thanks, Figgy. Uh, now, l- let's go back to Rye's point about his Packers, because I, I want to address this, and I just want to make it understand uh, for those who, who who don't see necessarily as much behind the scenes as that I have. In today's standard in the NFL, it's my opinion that it's hard to develop a player. And what I mean by that is especially quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are what I decide, what I kind of think of as, as, as ball hogs when it comes to offensive practice time. Drew Brees first comes to mind. I know Phillip Rivers is one who did a lot. Um, they don't like to share reps. And so even though a coach might say, you know, let's get the two quarterback up there, let's get the three quarterback up there, without training camp, there's not a lot of room to develop Jordan Love. So there's not a lot of snaps that he'll get with the Packers offense. He might help out on special – I mean, not special teams, the scout offense, but there's not a lot of reps that Jordan Love is going to get. And so I think that honestly hurts their development. And with the way that it seems to be things – things seem to be going with preseason, especially this year. I mean, I've heard some reports that they're not going to do preseason at all um, based on the pandemic. Whether it's two games or what, there's probably not going to be a whole lot of time to develop. With that being said, to Ryan's point, yeah, you could be in love with Jordan Love, but you're not going to you're not going to say that you're going to bring him in and start him over Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, Rye, you think about it, it's almost like with all being as close as you are, 13 and 3, an FC championship game and everything else that you mentioned, having a position of quarterback and running back field, I understand you want to draft depth. Maybe you've got a future project, maybe you see him, you know, down the line. But is it does it take away from the ability to win now? What do you think, Ry? Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I, would, I would say so. I mean, you're, you're using a first round pick on a guy who's most likely, definitely not going to be playing this season. Yeah, uh, yeah, that doesn't exactly help you win right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll have to see how all this pans out. Still got plenty of things to do, and, and but it's interesting when, when, especially when a coach comes into a situation like Green Bay that have such a rich history when it comes to football, of course you want to put your own staple on it and put your own stamp on it. You want to say that, look, I, I made this happen, much like McCarthy did when he when he got there, you know, in, in the early years of winning the championship. So, like I said, we'll have to see how it pans out. But obviously wish everybody luck when it, when it comes to it, uh, especially up in that situation. And what I heard is Aaron Rodgers was already had reached out to, to Jordan Love and they talked. I don't know what you talk about, you know, other than saying welcome to the team, but – I, I still, ever since this pick happened, all I could remember in my mind was Brett, Ro- Brett Favre coming out saying, it's not my responsibility to get Aaron Rodgers ready. <laughs> so I can see Aaron saying, it's not my responsibility to get Jordan Love ready to play. It's, uh, it's someone else. So we'll, we'll move on. Figgy, my man. Yeah. What do you think about the silver and black, bro? All right, well, I'll give it from my uh, fan's perspective, and then I know you can elaborate deeply as the, uh, as the analyst uh, for the Raiders. Didn't mind taking Henry Ruggs at that point. Slightly surprised, but when I started thinking about it more deeply, 
knowing how that Raider offense operated specifically this past season, you know, Derek Carr was dinking and dunking the majority of the year, and that's mostly because he didn't have much of a downfield threat. Right. But then knowing how the Raider offense is built, traditionally with John Gruden, uh, more with West Coast principles, you throw short passes and hope a guy can take it to the house. And one thing the Raiders offense was lacking was big playability. Irregardless if you throw the ball over the top 40 yards down the field, can you throw a 20-yard slant and do you have a guy who has the ability to take that 20-yard slant and run 60 yards down the field? They didn't have that last year. That's something Henry Ruggs can do. On top of being able to run by guys and run deep routes down the field, he's a guy that can catch balls short and actually do things run after the catch-wise, and I think that's something that they valued, and I think they probably felt that was something that he offered, that breakaway speed, even in the short passing game, something that both Judy and Lamb don't offer. So I think that's probably why they took Ruggs at that point. That's my thinking. We'll get your thoughts. And then their pick uh, afterwards at number 19 – is a head-scratcher for a lot of people. My thinking as to why they probably did it, they attempted to move back in the first round, didn't get the deals they were, they were expecting or that they liked, and knowing they didn't have a second-round pick, their thought was, this is a guy we like good enough, en- well enough, maybe it's a bit of a reach. We'd rather risk taking him a little bit too high than not getting him at all and risk him not being there by the time our pick comes around in the third round at 81. And the two receivers they took, uh, one, the Kentucky uh, the Tucky, he's basically an all-around player. Yeah. Another explosive guy that Mike Mayock says he's listed him as more of a running back than a receiver, but he's just a, another offensive weapon, which is what the Raiders need. And the receiver they took out of South Carolina, more of a big-bodied guy, uh, he says he's going to play the X position when he's healthy, someone who can go up and play a lot and get a lot of jump ball. So clearly the emphasis for the Raiders was to get more speed offensively, guys who have the ability to make plays on the outside uh, because that's that was the biggest thing they were lacking offensively last year. Could still use some help on defense, and I know they drafted the safety out of Clemson who they plan on moving to more of an inside linebacker hybrid type of role. Uh, but there's no question they need to get better offensively with more playmakers, big speed, big play type ability, and that's what it looked like they were going after in their first couple of picks. Well said. Well said. Good job. I, I, look, here's here's the way I kind of break it down. Um, knowing knowing what this team needed, I thought it was it was almost like a throwback draft to me. Um, when I when I finished watching the first round and making my assessment, I had visions of having having conversations with the late great Al Davis, may he rest in heaven. Uh, Al once told me, he was the first one who ever told me, you can't teach speed, and speed kills. And for Ruggs, a lot of times last year in the college football field, he was the fastest guy out there. So speed is a defining thing that always stood out. I think of the great receivers like Cliff Branch and Willie Galton, and so on and so forth. And I just see that speed kills, and, and speed unlocks the top half of the defense. Now, you could take in consideration what you see around the league with people who have that ability, most notably in the division, the Kansas City Chiefs. How many safeties are afraid of Tyreek Hill and how he unlocks the top half of that defense, being able to stretch that field? So, you know, for them to go after Ruggs in the, with the first pick made sense, especially the way especially the way the receivers fell at that time because a lot of people thought that they were going to be gone, you know, that you were going to have slim pickings by the time you got to the 12th pick. And so we didn't see any trades within the, what, first 15 or 16 picks, whatever it was before, you know, not even that, I think it was later than that. But there weren't a whole lot of trades in the first round. And so that stood out to me as far as them drafting rugs. Now, when it comes to, you know, when it comes to the – how do I best put this? Again, I'm going to stick with the theme of throwback draft because when it, when it comes to their second pick, uh, 
you think of a press corner. And now press the reason why there has been such a high, high draw over the last six, seven years uh, from um, for, for Ohio State defensive backs is because they play press coverage. They play press coverage really well. And there are a lot of teams that you, you can't teach ball awareness. You can't teach – uh, the, evac- the 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 feeling of being playing close through a man because a lot of uh, DBs are afraid of being burnt. So Damon Arnett, a lot of people say he's a stretch. He shouldn't have gone in the first round. But I think that in, in my opinion, when you have a draft board, you have to draft along your draft board. The first corner is already taken. You can reach and say you want to go somewhere else. But when you look at Ohio State last year, you had two bookend shutdown corners. That did a pretty good job. So was it a was it a reach to go, you know, get Arnett at number 19? Maybe. But if he was high on your board and you need another corner, you've got Trayvon Mullen, who you drafted uh, the year before, and now you've got Arnett. You've got your corners taken care of. You've addressed that need. And you're playing press man like a, a lot of the great corners did. You know, Charles Woodson, Willie Brown, Lester Hayes, Mike Haynes. All of them had to play press because that was part of the Raiders' defense. More importantly, all of them had to be able to talk, tackle on the perimeter. And, and, and Arnett can, can do that. He played last year with a, a broken wrist and played a cast the entire year and was effective. Now, you can point back to the LSU game and sit there and say, well, he was exploited. Well, look, there's, there were a lot of good players in that football field, in a football field at, that t- at that night, and you don't have to look any further than look at the draft the first three rounds because a lot of those, teams, a lot of those guys are already are going to be playing in the National Football League. So on the other side, we'll talk about a number of the picks, and then we'll also get the the guys' uh, thoughts on some of the surprises, some of the things that stood out. Other than you know what obviously what we talked about so far in this hour, but I mean I want to I want to I have to I have to put my two cents in on, on the girlfriends and the significant others that were in the pictures last night. So <laughs> that one to me was a was a real funny one, and a lot of people got a kick out of. So. Uh, we are fellas, and we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part is figuring out which way is easier. Geico.com. Coming back, more Draft Talk, Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The fellas, Cousin Big Lincoln, we are brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes a FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Well, you know what? We're going to address this this situation while, while we can. Because um, I've been confronted with the question a lot since the draft happened. Now, the virtual draft, you know, took it into the – the general managers' houses, the coaches' houses, people involved in making the decisions. It also took it into the players' houses, and uh, and when they're seeing their reaction when they got drafted. Now I'm all about being surrounded by family, but what stood out to me in a lot of these situations were the players, either some of them are married, so I'll say significant others or girlfriends. Now the reason why it stood out to me is because a lot of the times the way they were dressed, it was almost like they were going out to a club or something like <laughs> that. I mean, that's something that stood out. And by the way, Cuz is uh, bring coming in right now, so <laughs> you know. So what's funny to me is Dallas Cowboys are up. You see Jerry Jones on his yacht, and you're like, "Wow, well, that's, that's nice." And you see CD Lamb. They're talking after the pick is, and CD Lamb's girlfriend takes his phone, and he's on another phone, and he snatches it back real quick. <laughs> And that kind of stood out to me like, okay, okay, little lady, you're overstepping your boundaries. And it's cute. It's cute to see young love. I'll say that, Ant. But, <laughs> but see these dying pieces. Here's the problem with that. You know, you know the story. Yeah. You, you know who, who who she used to go with before? Who's that? She used to mess with Trey Young. Oh. Okay. Yes. Well. So there, there's a bit of a pattern. <laughs> All I could say is this. She used to mess with Trey Young, and yeah. now she messes now, with CD, yeah. which tells me she's not long <laughs> for, see, for see, the I future. Like, <laughs> I, was going, I was going to try to put it a little bit nicer than that. But it's, you know, it, 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 I, I've had this conversation with several people. It's it's nice to have someone you feel comfortable with coming out of college, high school for what it is, you know, like, but you're going into a whole new world. And that whole new world presents many different opportunities. And the opportunities in the sense that you will probably find yourself trade up more than trade down. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't mean it as a slight as anyone. I don't know anyone's relationship. I just wish them luck because having that much exposure, especially in the first round, going to any team, I don't care where you're going. Oh, yeah. They'll they'll be there waiting. Well, there is the, the perils, <laughs> and, and you could speak of that. Um, oh yeah, you could speak of that firsthand. Mm-hmm. You were a man of uh, say you you 
collected uh, some dimes in your day. I'm, say that. Hey, 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 this isn't about me. This is about <laughs> the future, the, the, the NFL. But I saw a lot of instances where, you know, where the, what, was, what, was, what stood out to me the most is not only the way they were dressed, is that when they were celebrating how there were some mothers that pushed the girlfriend aside, let let the family get in, move out the way, you know. You right, know. right, <laughs> right. Like you your place so is temporary here, exactly. probably. So, you know, years from now, when my son looks at that tape, you, you, he's going to go, oh, I was with her. Oh, that's terrible. Why did you have to put it that way? Yeah, just ask Russell Wilson. Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> Russell Wilson was, well, come on now, Sierra versus... Um, I uh, I don't know the the his first wife. I don't I don't plan to know her or try to you know even pretend. But cuz, what's happening? So I, I I got a couple things. Um, of course you do. Yeah, I I um okay? am out of my mind. I don't know. I, yeah, I figured as much. I, 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 I purposely you. didn't talk Eagles. Yes. until you know until yeah. I had you. So I, I well, we, we you got three hours. I we got so much stuff to get to. Yeah. Um. I I uh, I. I love what the Raiders are doing. I love what the Raiders are doing. What do you think? I, I like it so far. There's a couple stretches, but I like it so far. I'm really yeah, impressed with the I love the Rugs pick. Well, the Rugs was was yeah a dead giveaway. Like I told, I was talking earlier. It's almost like a throwback draft. You've got a speedy receiver in a press corner. That's that's days of old to me. That's Raider football, man. That's exactly right. That's what it, that's that's days that of is old. Raider football, which I absolutely mm-hmm. love. The, I, I think there's some teams. I think I, I tell you this, Baltimore, the Ravens pick. They just nail drafts. Absolutely, don't they? Totally agree. They totally are agree. such a smart, smart organization. I think the biggest thing with them is it's a one central voice, one voice, right? And you know it's better than anybody. When you have too many voices, yeah, you got problems. Yep, too many opinions will, will, will dilute everything. Too many ingredients to dilute everything. Absolutely. That's why when you looked at Belichick and he was alone at his kitchen table. <laughs> but you know what? You know what, what's always what's interesting is because and people have spoken on the the you know the Patriots draft. The Patriots, I don't have any other. It's it's the Patriots way. They find they find a way to make these players excel for them. Their first pick is a Division two player. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. So it's 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 one of those things, and we're going to talk about it. We, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it all. But first, I just want to say this, cuz have you heard what our friends at Lowe's have been doing the during draft week? Lowe's has been sharing their stories of Red Vest Associates who are stepping up during this crisis. Our heartfelt thanks go out to all the Lowe's Red Vest and everything they're doing to support their communities and when it needs it most. Thank you, Lowe's. It's awesome. one of those things, cuz where you sit there and say teams are true to themselves. You talked about the Ravens. I talked about the Patriots. I'm also impressed with what the Colts have done. Yeah, I love what the Colts have done. Love I'm impressed. It. To, I'm impressed to an extent what the Dolphins have done because with the amount of picks they've had, where they've gone has addressed their needs. And you know, there's a couple of stretches there, but they at least they at least they've addressed the needs and not have you know haven't stepped out of their uh, of of you know doing things that really scratch your head, almost like the, the Packers. I don't know what the heck they're doing, but. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> your teams have scratched their head. Look no further than the Eagles. <laughs> Are you okay, Cuz? I'm really not. Oh, no. I'm really not. Really, really, really not. Really not? It, it was a uh, horrific 
mind-blowing draft. Wasn't that bad, cuz? Oh my god, it was horrid. It was abs- I I can't wait to to just shred the Eagles just because you guys understand what it is, Fox fellas. Well, a good, good, good morning, everybody. Uh, happy uh, Saturday, Draft Saturday to all across the nation. It is Draft Central. And you got the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com for a free rate quote. And it's been so much fun, like, just to have a real sporting event. <laughs> Virtual draft. It's, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, like, it's the greatest. You, you watch every second of it. It's been, you know, you're working every second of it. But it, it's it's been an awesome, awesome thing, I think. Well, I mean, you know, I've always been big on logistics. You know, you, we, we talked about it before. How is it going? How are you going to make it happen? But I will say it was really refreshing instead of seeing the traditional war room and, you know, sort of you know, the, trying to figure out what's on somebody's board when you see it from afar from a wide shot. The fact that you got the difference of lifestyles between, say, you know, Bill Belichick and his, you know, northeastern yes. country kitchen or dining room table, whatever it is, versus the the, the palatial estate of, <laughs> of of one of these other coaches like Sean McVay or you see in other, California Hills, Los Angeles Hills, you know what I mean? So um, there, there was a, there was a lot of difference. And, 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 of course, you know, we talked about it in the last hour. So it was refreshing to see. Yeah, man, it, it really was. I mean, uh, I, I, curious – so if you look at, say, I don't know, a coach who might reside in Phoenix and has a house. My, my, my life, my house doesn't look anything like that. Oh, that was my question. That was my question. I know exactly where you're going. No, what Cliff Kingsbury has is in Paradise Valley is way, way more than what I got. Not even close. <laughs> Not uh, even you, close. Yeah, it's, I can't believe you exactly <laughs> knew where I was going with it. I was like, man, that Kingsbury's. Man, it, that, Living that large, right? ridiculous, it Must be man. nice. <laughs> must be nice. I, I was like, man, I link, live like that? I, no, 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 no. I, I'm going to get the room off the fire pit, off the pool. Exactly. Like, to God. save that from me. But I, I, you know, stayed, I do believe. I, I, do, I stayed in hotels weren't half as nice as that. Yeah. But I do believe that room with the fire pit is where Sean McVay was staying. Because <laughs> his background is very similar <laughs> outside the room where he was. Oh, how gorgeous was that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how gorgeous was that? I will tell you, I thought it was awesome. I loved it. I loved it. Because it humanized. It just absolutely humanized these guys. It did. Right? Kids and dogs yeah. and, and home settings. Kids excited to be on TV and... You know, I loved it. It was a beautiful. I, I, I really, oh man, I can't tell you how much I just, I really loved the whole thing. I think that I think it was a rousing success. And then you look at you know coaches like yeah, Mike Vrabel of Tennessee Titans, and how did you have Beavis and Butthead in the background? What, what was that about? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I, I said, know. wait a minute. I, I took a pause because I had looked down. I guess when Tennessee had their pick, um, I looked down. I was doing something. I was writing something. I looked up and I kind of glanced up, and then I, I said to myself, "Is that a Gimp outfit?" I'm like, "Does he have the?" <laughs> right, right, right. 
Uh, what is that? Hello. <laughs> it's, a, it's a super fan. Okay, okay. I, um, I okay. I think I understand it. But you know, I, I the fact that uh, Vrabel was doing his draft from his his game room. Right, you know, it's like okay, you want to keep some things personal. Let's put a big old Titan flag behind it to cover up a fo- couple video games. Right, but this is where I'm doing, but I'm I'm just trying to understand the, I guess the two invited guests. I'm because they weren't there the second day. No, they were <laughs> gone. And Gip, <laughs> the Gimp and, and the other one were gone. You're right, yeah. man. Strange, <laughs> strange, ab- very strange. <laughs> absolutely strange. It was it was awesome. But you brought the point about the family, and I mm-hmm. just loved the family piece of it. Yeah. And yeah. who was the guy? It was the first round, and the kid's father was awesome. He looked like he had he was like half whacked, and he's <laughs> he's walking around the living room, and he's and he's got his arms outstretched. And he's oh, like oh, preening yeah. for the camera. Um, I know. Yeah, yeah. So you're talking about because when the pick happened, he rolled on the floor. I, that, I, I love that dude. I was like, that's <sighs> what I would do, man. Is that I, what you'd do? I'd be that guy. Yeah. Guys, it was uh, Javon Kinlaw from the San Francisco. Oh, that's it. I was talking to somebody before the draft. I said, watch, I guarantee you, somebody's uncle is going to start acting the fool on camera. <laughs> yes. I guarantee you. Yes. And sure enough, yeah. a half hour into it, there's Kinlaw's dad rolling yeah. on the floor, <laughs> folding his arms, d- yeah. jumping up and down the front of the camera. Yeah, he's my man. I love that dude. <laughs> I do. I love him. I, he was my favorite guy to draft. I was like, you know what? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. How about your boy Matt Rule with his uh, kids back there with the cheerleader pom poms? Yeah, oh, yeah, they're cute. They're, those kids yeah. are adorable. <laughs> yeah, his kids are cute. You got a beautiful family, Matty does. I was talking to Matty throughout the draft. He had a great draft so yes, he far. Has. Yes, he does. Bob Man killed it. Got a killed beast it. with Derek Brown. Right? Yeah. You got Derek Brown. You got Gross Matos, mm-hmm. so you got another edge guy, mm-hmm. and you get a safety, Jeremy Chin. Now, you're going to tell me my man's not – he wants football players. Right. He needs he need to load up on that defense because he's got a, some potent offenses in that division. So Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. No, he, no, without a doubt. So, it, so my thought process with, with him is he knows that the first two years, nobody expects anything from him. Right. And he's got to deal with Brady and Breeze. And they right. got two years left. I mean, let, yeah. let's face it, right? You got two Those two were going to battle out for the next two years. Well, it was the same logic that he had when he went to Baylor. No yes. one was really expecting him to take off. And he had he had a cushion. So where he could totally revamp the roster, take yes. it over. And, just, and that's exactly what he's doing. It's smart. It's, it's very yes. smart. You yes. draft yourself yes. a couple defensive beasts to be able to be competitive. And you've got, you know, you've got all Christian McCaffrey. You you'll figure it out in quarterback. You got time, but nothing has to happen overnight. Yes, I mean I, I I'm with you, and I I think I think the I just think he's going to be really good in like two years. Mm-hmm. So the coolest I, the coolest man in the whole draft, you know who that is rugs. Well, yeah, the rugs the man. I, I love him. With the bathroom, he's the coolest. <laughs> he's the coolest player. Right. I, I love the. I love the whole thing. I did. I love. I love rugs. But the coolest, the NFL guy, was definitely Jerry. Oh, of course. I mean, I. You know, as much as I loathe the Cowboys, nobody, nobody's cooler than that guy. He goes. You know what? 
You want to be at your house, Cliff? All right, all right, Bill Belichick. You want to be in uh, your country kitchen <laughs> out on the uh, out of, out on the island? <laughs> I, I'm going to be in a yacht, a two hundred and fifty oh million dollar nice. yacht. Must be nice. Oh my God! In the landlocked city with just lakes around, you just must be nice. <laughs> I mean, right? Oh my God! That's the way to do it, man. Yeah, well, when I first saw it, I didn't know it was a yacht when I first saw it until the, you know, they we gave a report. I said, like, "That's an odd, you know, like family room." I was like, "That the way that it folds in the back and it's all white." He's like, "That's that's different, okay, but it looks comfy." But no, when, when he was so excited, so excited to see this draft fall the way that it did, I mean. As good as he got for C.D. Lamb, and and I knew they were going to make a splash somehow. You know, when the, the way the picks came, the and the way the draft fell, um, you know, because for the most part going into this, there were three receivers that were garnering a lot of the attention. Well, Henry right, Ruggs, was, right, there were three elite yeah, receivers. Exactly. Yeah, the Jerry other guys Judy, were good. Exactly. But these kids were locks. Yeah, C.D. Lamb, and so a lot of them had projected that they would be gone before the Cowboys got their pick at 17. And then the oh. way the draft fell, with Ruggs being the first one taken off at 12, you had a feeling that maybe San Francisco would go receiver at 13, but when they traded back, you knew that that was off the table. And I knew that was off the table. I said they're not going to take a receiver now. They don't need to because they've got other picks, and this is a wide receiver deep draft. So they're going to draft another need. And then when the, the Broncos went with Judy at 15. You knew AJ, I mean not AJ. You didn't know the, the, but you knew the Falcons weren't going to draft a receiver. They don't need a receiver. They had right. other needs. Uh, they, they went with AJ Terrell from Clemson, but CD Lamb fell right into the Cowboys' lap, and they said, "To hell with a defense, to hell with the safety, whatever. We're going to outscore you." And no, they didn't need a receiver per se. They've got one of the best ones available. For great value, so it's hard to pass up if you're Jerry Jones. Uh, no, it was a great pick. It was a great pick, it, and it was it was a bleep you pick, right? Like it was, <laughs> it was. It was. Let me flex. Let me show you what we're going to be like. And you got a flamboyant kid in Lamb who is going to be a star. You got, and then you come back and you get digs. Yeah. You get the corner. You know, I mean, yep. with the draft, they've had a great draft. Great draft. More than I can say about, you know, quarterback you over there in my neck of the woods. During the draft, we recognize the best. And Lowe's is recognizing associates who have stepped up in major ways during the pandemic. Join all of us in the Fox Sports Radio family as we thank all the Lowe's Red Vest Associates and everything they're doing to support their communities. We are the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, just rehashing a a great two days for us football freaks. An incredible two days for the whole league, for every fan, except for the fan of the Eagles. (laughs) That's so wrong. (laughs) Coming up, Link. You'll see a grown man either (laughs) cry or literally melt. Like I, I, if you if you hear me making gurgling sounds, it's me melting across the studio. (laughs) All right, or or maybe you don't hear nothing as I go into the plane of existence 
where the Eagles draft makes sense. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, the fellas right here on Fox. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You are so wrong for this, Chris. Cuz, Big Link, we are the fellas. <laughs> Brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. And it includes your FICO credit score. And checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. It's time to address the elephant in the room. I've got my tablet paper. The couch is laid out. And so is my partner, Cuz, as we talk about what his Philadelphia the Eagles draft. <laughs> are they doing what what are, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They got more needs than anything. They got trash wide receivers. They got they need no they have no linebackers. They got no safeties. They need help along the offensive line. And they spent a hundred million dollars on a franchise flipping quarterback. And they take Jalen Hurts. Are you crazy? <laughs> And they say, well, this is where we are, Howie. We develop quarterbacks. What quarterback did you develop? Tell me. Was it Nate Sunfeld? Was that what it was? <laughs> I'm still waiting for Nate Sunfeld. 
you somehow locked out and Nick Foles came at, from uh, outer space to win a couple games and you locked into a Super Bowl and you think you are invent, you invented the game. It's the most ridiculous move. I love Jalen Hurts as a kid. I love him. And you know what? I think that he becomes a player. Yeah. I do. I, I believe in the kid. I love, you, you and I have talked about him. We do a major college football show yeah. every week, and he's often, he, uh, over the last couple of years, he was a centerpiece of it. And Certainly. He was, Lincoln, a, a, a what, what a kid, what, what a head on his shoulder, I, and I love him. I absolutely love him, and I root for him, and I think he's got a shot. I think he's a project, but I think he's got a shot. But if you have a franchise quarterback like Wentz, all right, and and know this, Link, he's thrown to trash. Right. All right? All due respect to the kids and Greg Ward, who I love as a kid, all right, who's a quarterback. What are they doing? What are they doing? They want four quarterbacks on the field at the same time. You know what? That's the idiocy of I'm smarter than you. That's what this is. This is a, a a joke of a play by an organization that thinks it's smarter than everybody else. That's what that is, and it's a, a, it's malfeasance for what Wentz has had to throw to. He's had no speed on the outside, none, no outside threat at all over his course of time. Let's remember that the Eagles. As they look at their skill guys, you ready? Right. They they not only guaranteed Alshon Jeffrey's contract, but then they extended him to the tune of twenty million dollars. And it turned out that Alshon Jeffrey hates Wentz, or he's got something against Wentz, and was an anonymous source to a couple stories that were disparaging to Wentz. So, meanwhile, Alshon Jeffrey can't play anymore. All right, but you extended him. So they're in cap. They have cap issues because they got look. They have twenty million dollars this year. That's dead, mm. and they want to move. They want to move Jeffrey. Nobody wants going to take him. He can't stay on the team because he and he doesn't like the quarterback. He caused trouble for the quarterback. The other the other receiver who I love. I know him, I've known him forever. It's a great dude. Deshaun Jackson is. Unfortunately, in his 30s, a speed guy and blows out tires. Yeah. He played a half last year. Looked great for a half. Mm-hmm. A half of football he played. A half. A half. All right? All right? All their other draft. And then last year, in the second round, they take another outside receiver who runs like he runs in mashed potatoes. J.J. Alfago Whiteside. Mm-hmm. Who can't move. Who, by the way, is an Alshon Jeffrey type of receiver right. after you just extended Alshon Jeffrey. So what kind of nonsense is that? What kind of team building is that? And then you're sitting there and you are, you know, we all know what you need, right? We right. all know what you need in the first round. You got to be aggressive and trade up and get Wentz the receiver. You got you to get him the receiver. You got to get him. In fact, you need two receivers, all right? And so they watch and twiddle their thumbs while C.D. Lamb falls. Like, I can't blame him for rugs. If it was me and I told you this, I would have moved up 
and I would have taken. I love rugs, right? But whatever, I get it. Steep, but then you got to get to sixteen, right? Because at sixteen in Atlanta, you you got C. D. Lamb on the board, and as much as Atlanta wanted the cornerback, uh, you know what? I'll sweeten it for you. Give me the pick because they could have got the quarterback, the cornerback at twenty one, where the Eagles pick. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. He could have fell, fell there, easily. right? Yeah. yeah, but they don't do that. And then the first stroke of I'm a genius, you're not, was we're going to take Jalen Rager. Now, Justin Jefferson's sitting there, all right? Justin Justin Jefferson is on the board. He it, it, He's not an outside guy. You know he plays all three. He's best suited for the slot. But if you lost out on the top three, Jefferson, to me, is a can't-miss lockhead. He he is smooth. He runs every route. He catches the ball, sure hands. Because you know what this quarterback doesn't need? Another guy that's going to drop football, right? Another right. guy that's going to drop passes. That's what this quarterback doesn't need. That quarterback, I don't know how he's not wearing a straight jacket today after the season he endured last year with all the drops. It, directly, directly. Three games at the end of games. You remember, Lincoln, the fireman who caught the baby yep. and said, oh, yeah, I, I knew I wasn't going to drop it like Aguilar. And he <laughs> met Nelson Aguilar, one of the Eagles receivers. They were a mock and a joke last year at all the drops. And so they get a kid who, albeit, can run. But the downside is he... It, has a drop ratio that's troublesome. And he's better with the ball in his hands than down the field. And he's 5'10". Uh, you know, all right, maybe, maybe. I, I don't really like the pick, but all right, maybe the kid turns out to be something. You hope he's got speed. He does. They do need speed on the outside, maybe. So, all right, you don't trade up, which I think is foolish, but okay. We'll go with you. And then in the second round, when you have all these needs, right, you still need a receiver. You got Mims laying there, sitting yeah. there, right? Denzel Mims, who I think is a stud. Yep. You, you, know, the, you got to get another receiver, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you got you got an issue on the offensive line. Their center is 50 years old. Their, uh, their t- left tackle, there's rumors that he can't play Andre Dillard, which I need to talk to you about. There's rumors that he just can't play. Mm. And so you have issues along the line. It's literally center guard and tackle. All right. You know, and the center, you get away, maybe maybe get away with it. You certainly need another receiver and you need a running back because all you got is Sanders. And there's all running backs there available. It's the only one. You got him and and Boston Scott, who I love, but it's five foot four. And you know, there's so many, there's so much you can do with them. You, I, I'm looking at Dobbins. I'm going, wow, man, Dobbins, Sanders, that'd be pretty good. That'd be nice. So you need running back, and then you got no linebackers at all on your team, and you need safety. And they take a quarterback, a flipping quarterback, because you know why? They think he can be Taysom Hill. So now I got a quarterback in the slot. And Greg Ward and another quarterback, and Jalen Hurts. 
What sense does that make? The only reason I could justify taking Jalen Hurt was because Carson Wentz was often beat up and injured, and you think that you need a capable quarterback to back up at times. That's the only reason I can justify. Yeah, exactly. And I agree with you. And and that's ex- that's certainly in their thinking that they go get Taysom Hill quote within quotation marks, right. and they're and they have the guy that when then not if but when Wentz gets hurt. Right. I I I I think that's exactly what they're thinking. However, in the second round, you don't you don't go that route. Right, not when you have those other pressing needs. Yes, where you, you, if you want to be a contender, not when the Cowboys have loaded up like it's the Cold War. Right, right. You 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 can't go be take the luxury of the Swiss Army knife. Are you kidding me? And you know what's a joke? Which a flat out we're quarter we develop quarterbacks. Really? Then why'd you have a forty two year old? Backup quarterback from ESPN in the game against the Seahawks in the playoffs when Wentz went down. How? Tell me about that, Howie. You know what I'm sick of? These dudes that have no clue about the sport, GMs, that somehow they everybody wants to be smarter than the other guy. Everybody's smarter than the other guy. You know, you know who doesn't feel like that? Doesn't draft like that? Belichick doesn't, right? Because no. Belichick just makes it work, right? Yep. He just makes it work. You know, you know what I look at? I look at the Ravens. There's no reaches of the Ravens. Ravens. Ravens just, they let the board come to them. Yep. The board speaks to them. I, 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 can't, I can't take it. I can't take it. They have screwed this this thing up seven ways from Sunday, and they're going to they're gonna just ruin Wentz. Okay. Okay, well, take I'm sorry, a deep I'm breath. Done. No, no, I will not talk about them again. Well, we have to address it because I want to talk. I want to talk you down off of the ledge. Okay, just take a deep breath. Let's go to Trinity. Figgy, I'm figure. sorry, Figgy. <laughs> well, I can think of one person who's excited that uh, Jalen Hurts is in Philadelphia. That will be Carson Wentz, who tweeted out, "Welcome to the best football city yeah, in he's America, a nice brother." Kid, Carson. So, as one person in Philly who's not who's uh, at least somewhat happy that he's, he's there, he's not happy. He's a gentleman. <laughs> Give me a break. It could be worse. You can still have Nelson Aguilar. Now he's the Raiders' problem, so at least you have that. See, you know, your thing is, I, I was thinking about, you know what? Maybe I just make the switch, all right? I, I don't believe in switching. I, it goes against my soul, but I, I I, can't stand them. I hate them so much right now that I, I was thinking, you know what? I, and, you know, I do kind of have a feeling with the Raiders, but then Aguilar's there. Yeah. Oh, he won't be there for long. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> Not like wide receiver room is crowded. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. About as crowded Thank as you, the Link. Eagles quarterback room right now. Which, by the way, Roseman said, hey, most pos- wow. most important position in sports. Uh, shut up, We're Howie. the quarterback factory. <laughs> yeah, that's why, again, that's why they had a 40-year-old in the game. He, he couldn't move. He moved one time. He broke a rib. Well, you know, some, the, the factory just had he a went to tie his low shoe production last year. That's and, all. and he tore his hamstring. But they're the quarterback factory. Well, some factories have down years every now and then. It happens. <laughs> they haven't been a quarterback factory since Andy Reid went to Kansas City. No. Mike Kafka worked out right. <laughs> I think you're trying I, to keep he's him going. A great, <laughs> you're putting gasoline on I'm the fire. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's I had a great to. coach. I had to. Kafka's going to be a really good coach. Yes. 
<laughs> a lot of good reviews as being as being a coach for sure. <laughs> Uh, yes, the NFL draft, the second and third rounds concluded on Friday night. Yes, the pick of Jalen Hurts with the 53rd overall pick. One of the probably the most controversial pick uh, of the night. There are some other big names that came off the board on Friday as well. Georgia running back DeAndre Swift taken by the Detroit Lions. The Colts getting some offensive firepower. They drafted USC receiver Michael Pittman Jr. and then traded up back into the second round, taking Wisconsin running back Jonathan Taylor. Buccaneers going with the bloodlines. They draft Minnesota defensive back Antoine Winfield Jr. Running back J.K. Dobbins of Ohio State went to Baltimore. Bills drafting Iowa defensive end A.J. Epinesa and Utah running back Zach Moss in the third round. Quarterbacks Jake Fromm and Jacob Eason both still on the board as we head into round four coming up at noon Eastern later this afternoon. Have you heard what our friends at Lowe's have been doing during draft week, by the way? Lowe's has been sharing the store's Stories of Red Vest associates who are stepping up during the crisis. Our heartfelt thanks to all of the Lowe's Red Vests and everything they are doing to support their communities when it has been needed most. Now back to the fellas. Cuz. You are the fellas. Thank you, Fig. (laughs) (laughs) We have from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and get a free rate quote. Look, I got to be honest, bro. I, I I hear you, and and trust me when when I say that I honestly feel your your feeling because you know I, I I got you and you're my boy. I also got another one of my boys who lives in, in, here with me in Phoenix, who's you know Karun Butler, who's a diehard Eagles. Yeah, fan. Yeah, Karun, what did he say? He, was he oh, betting your goodness, last he, night? Oh, he <laughs> he hit me Get up. Get so Karun many on times. the show. That's me, and Karun. <laughs> we should talk for five minutes, me and Karun. <laughs> We're going to do that. We're going to do that one one day, but. When 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 the Rieger play came, when uh, the move for the, in the draft, and I was like, well, he's versatile. He can do punt returns. He's speedy. You know, there's there's a little bit of an upside. I think he took a step back in his senior year uh, because he just didn't have the uh, the, quarterback the quarterback to get him the ball. But but you know, there was there, there the statistics, the analytics about the drop ratio did play in my mind. Um, I thought that they could have been more aggressive. I just I know this that. The once the draft look, Dallas turned off their phone. They weren't trading anything when they saw C.D. Lamb was going to fall to them. No, no, and, and so, without a doubt, yeah, my, so my issue was early in Atlanta. the draft. Go, yeah, yeah go trade up to Atlanta or one of the other ones. But hey, Tommy, um, Tommy Dimitrov, Tommy, yeah, yeah this yeah. is Howie. <laughs> Say it like that too. <laughs> this is Howie. <laughs> oh my! Goodness. I got a proposition for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, the only only thing that makes sense to me is that you draft Jalen Hurts because Carson Wentz has had injury issues. But I, I, I still I think I still think Jalen I mean it's it's high only if you think that somebody else is going to jump on him. And I didn't think anyone was going to jump on him to maybe the third round anyways. I didn't think so either, and it was going that way. But even beyond <laughs> even beyond your second you you got other issues. Yeah. Like if you're if you're Wentz like if I was Carson Wentz, I'd demand a trade. I'd say, dude, you guys have tortured me. Look at who he's thrown to, Lincoln. I know. I know. They can't pick their nose when it comes to players and drafts. They're horrible. Yeah. Lincoln, they stink. And then, you know, to to their credit, they did try. They did their what they could. You know, they caught the ball. They they you know, he found a way to win some games. They were in a position, but coming into the season. You know, I'm thinking that it's the Eagles and the Cowboys are neck to neck, and they're going to address their issues. Ain't no neck now. Well, no, no, no. I mean, now it's it's 
you lost, you created a really wide gap. I don't know how you make up for this, especially yeah. with what the Cowboys the new did. Chasm of Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah, but you know the the fact is is that when you come to talking about addressing the needs, because the draft happened the way it did, you had a number of stud running backs still available to you that you could have got with your second pick. Exactly. Could you imagine? They, they first of all, I think they they need another receiver, right. and I'm a big Denzel Mims kid. I love Mims, man. I I think he could play, and I wanted Mims, but if not for Mims, I mean, you got Dobbins. You, you rock Sanders Dobbins as a running back tandem. I'm dead. I like that. Yeah. And then, you know, there's there was also uh, uh, the the linebacker from Wisconsin that was available. I mean, yeah, yeah, plenty of talent. You didn't need to force Hurts, right? You didn't need to force him. And and listen, as much as I like the kid and I root for him, and believe me, I this has nothing to do with Jalen Hurts, and I and I'm rooting for him. I mean, he's not a lock that he's going to make it, right? He's far from it. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's still got to. He, let's be real. If there was any thought that he was Russell Wilson, he goes in the first round. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, there's such a thing as as value. We overvalue quarterbacks. Listen, I don't like oh, Herbert, yeah. and Tua's got issues, and we'll see if he can stay healthy. And I don't know about Jordan Love. You know, I you know I kind of like him, but again, th- these are all guys that. Aren't locks right? Right, and they go with a first. What's that say about Hertz? That he wasn't really projected to go until the third, fourth round, and even Rager, their first round pick, wasn't supposed to go to the middle, second round. Right. It was. It was. It was a reach because you needed a wide receiver, and you know, surprise. I'd be interested to see what they their evaluation over Rager versus uh, Jefferson, as you mentioned, who was available. Yeah, I mean, they, they, it's clearly because of the uh, of the explosives. Explosives, yeah, certainly. You know, and then and and Jefferson is just a not just a, but he's better suited for the slot, and he's more smooth. And you know, again, I, I you know what their evaluations are, are worth to me? It, it, it's rubbish that I would that I would use in Cliff Kingsbury's fire pit. That's what I think of their valuations. Because I get news for everybody listening, and I, I'm, you know, I'm a little hyperbole on my end, and you know, have some fun with people, and you know, it's always fun to hear somebody go crazy and lose their mind <laughs> publicly, right? Set themselves on fire like I'm doing right now. However, just know one thing: half the league doesn't know what they're doing. Half the guys in the league, I'm going to tell you, aren't smart. They, you, you are whatever you're listening right now at home, on the road, whatever you're doing, and if you really, really love football, you are just as good as an evaluator as some of these GMs out here. <laughs> you are. At least half. <laughs> now, half the league is really, really sharp, and, right. you know, they've spent a lifetime – at understanding the game, honing the skills, and the whole thing. but And it's one of the reasons why I've always thought that to be a GM, you should have some sort of coaching, playing, 
long-time scouting background. Or just have a great rapport with your head coach. I mean, a great chemistry rapport with your head coach. I think that's absolutely essential. Yeah, well, in addition to having yeah, that background. Right, like, you know, right. I mean, like, you got to know football, coaches, obviously. Right? Like, yeah. like I, you know, it's funny. You know, every coach, you know, you know this, Link, all the coaching staff, they all get to evaluate a player, mm-hmm. a group of position players, right? So, you know, say you're a defensive coordinator. You evaluate all the defensive guys that you, that the team is looking at. Mm-hmm. Now, I trust that guy's eye, right? Right. Like, not for nothing, but I'll just throw out Steve Spagnuolo because he's a friend of the program and he's a guy you know who's a his dear friend, and I go, I trust his eye. I mean, I we, we watch sit there and watch tape together, and I, it, it, you know, this guy knows what he's looking at, right? Like he coaches it. He's been in 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 the fire. He knows what he's looking at. He knows what he wants out of a player. I'm looking at Matt Rule go down there, and he he just nailed three picks in a row. Ding ding ding! Like like he was shooting ducks. Bang, bang, bang. And he got all the guys that, you know what? They they are not football guys, and they will try to reinvent the game, and they will do things like the Eagles did yesterday to prove as an organization that they're smarter and know more than everybody else. And they will fail. And thus, half the people listening right now know more than they do. Are as qualified and will ha- would have as much success as they would, because ultimately it comes down to throwing darts as they do. Right? Is that too is that too strong? No, you're you're disgruntled over a questionable draft where you, there are no, a few teams saying, that feel like, the same way. I know exactly you, what you're you, talking you about. Know, you know what I'm talking about when yeah, it comes to these, these, yeah, yeah. these GMs. Yeah, some of yeah. these GM dudes. Yeah, like like Jerry Krause. Hold on. Hold, I'll get to that coming up. I, I want to rail on these GMs. I hate these GMs. Hey, you know what I love? I love Lowe's. During the draft, we recognize hard work. And Lowe's, Lowe's has been recognizing the Red Vest Associates who have been supporting the rest of us during this crisis. Join me and Lincoln in thanking all of the Lowe's Associates and everything they are doing to support their communities during this very important time. We're the fellas. He's the great Lincoln Kennedy. I'm Anthony Gargano, an idiot who's lost his mind. Together with the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> oh, tears of laughter soon. Tears of laughter. That's right, gallows humor. And you know what's funny? We have a uh, we have a lot of people in Philly who listen to us, mm-hmm. and um. So the text board is 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 quite busy this morning. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Emilio, even a blind squirrel finds you not talking about the Super Bowl. And I and I agree with that. I go listen. It was it was the gods in 2017. They played a last place schedule. They amassed the most wins, so they got them the one seed. They were lucky to beat the Falcons. Yeah. In the first round, Kirk Cousins at the link in the championship game. Yeah. Give me yeah, a break. Yeah. And, and then they had the Patriots who had struggled, stat their best cornerback, and they lost Brandon Cooks to a concussion. If not for a fingertip fumble, would have driven down and scored anyway. Right. So my, my man fished from Baby Blue's barbecue. I'm going to apply for a job as a team scout. I can't take these guys. I'm on the ledge. <laughs> Poor Eagles fans. <laughs> With Karoom. Yeah, I'm sure Karoom's feeling the oh, same way. Yeah, he was. He was. He was hitting me up. I'm like, dude, I got to work. I can't keep responding. You're like, <laughs> I know. You, you, you got more people between me and Karoom. Oh, yeah. you, you, you are dragging us through life. You know <laughs> that? I'm trying to hold you guys straight. God bless you. Trust me, it was. It, it, I, if, uh, if I could show you, he came back time and time again. Well, I don't understand. What, why did um, I can't explain this right now? I'm in the middle of working. <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest. Hey, by the way, have you heard what our friends at Lowe's have been doing during draft week? Lowe's has been sharing the stories of Red Vest Associates who are stepping up during the crisis. Our our heartfelt thanks to all of the Lowe's Red Vest and everything they are doing to support their communities when it has been needed the most. But I will leave those guys alone, Lincoln, because it's not fair. 
for the for the people who have nailed the draft, right? Right. But that would not be the that would not be the Bears, mind you. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, uh, another tight end. Yeah, they have a, a team of of tight ends. <laughs> they have ten tight ends. You needed another one. Like I love the kid. What a story. You know, yeah. Chicago kid, Notre Dame. I love Chicago, Notre Dame. But come on. You really need another tight end? Scratching like, my head. Yeah. Like, what, the, what in the world are you thinking? They're, they're a mess. They're a mess. <laughs> there are certain teams you go, they're done. Like X. Bears get an X. X. No shot next year. Eagles axe. <laughs> I, I just I'm axe. <laughs> we already well, talked about. You know, I look. I'm still trying to understand how there. Matt Nagy has this fascination with tight ends ever since he had Carson Wentz, and I get it. I mean, in today's game, if they're and we've seen Gronk and you've seen tight ends have success, especially if you have good ones. But yeah, the, it, it was strange. You know, adding another tight end now that, like, like you said, they have ten on their roster. That's a that's a big package. How about the Bills, right? You know, listen, Stephon Diggs is their pick, right? Yeah. So they got a real good receiver. Yeah. They got A.J. Epinesa in the second round, brother. Yeah. That's a great pick. Oh, yeah. It is. Great That's value. That's a great too. pick. Yes, it is. Taste cake, Dom. Do not stay away from the ledge of the bridge. Stay away. Have a peanut butter crumpet for me, brother. <laughs> You'll be okay. <laughs> We're the fellas. We'll go through your team. Don't forget. Don't fret. Draft time, baby. Fellas on Fox. Well, a good, 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 good morning, everybody. Hope uh, you enjoyed the last couple nights of a real sporting event. It's been uh, a lot of fun, man. A lot, a lot of fun having sports back and having the NFL back. It's been a great time. And the NFL was marvelous. I, I said what you want. I, I thought the telecast was unique. And forget about under the circumstances. By itself, it was unique. I would rather watch that than the normal way the draft is done. Really? Yes. Lincoln okay. Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Yes, sir. I'd ra- I loved it. I thought it was personal. I loved having those kids with their families, Link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something to be said about that. You know, that normally you see them in a, in a green room at a table or you have, you know, access to, you know, certain guys. And uh, But it, it, look, it, it, it worked out. And now this, you know, we're now to the fourth and seventh through the seventh rounds. It'll go by fast. It starts at noon Eastern today. Yeah. I mean, noon, noon, noon yeah. So. I, I am, am I overstating this thing? But I, I loved looking at the coaches and GMs in their own habitat with their families. It was a family thing. It was like we were connected. I, I don't want to get saccharine, but I felt like we were all connected. That they were like us, right? Right. There's Andy in his Hawaiian shirt in his basement, right? Right. Like you know, I mean, you it, got you got a palatial estate like Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, that's all. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, we're all right. family. Yeah. <laughs> Quarter billion super yacht like Jerry. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah. I'm going to retire to it. Who doesn't have a quarterback? I mean, who doesn't have a $250 million yacht? I mean, jeez. No, no. I mean, (laughs) that was a little much. But (laughs) it was cool they lost. I can't say anything. I I liked it. I liked it. I love the kids. I mean, I love the living rooms and the and the black leather couches, right? <laughs> I mean, I liked it all, man. I thought it was cool. Even Mike McCarthy, who had to back up from the camera. Yeah. Dude, his whole head. His whole head was the screen. I was exactly. like, stop. Make it stop. Go away. Back somebody, up, Mike. Can somebody send a message to him? Like, back up. Let's just adjust this. I had a big coconut my whole, taking up my whole screen. Crazy. We are the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, and during the draft, we recognize the best, and Lowe's is recognizing associates who have stepped up in major ways during the pandemic. Join all of us in the Fox Sports Radio family as we thank all of the Lowe's Red Vest associates and everything they are doing to support their communities. But, yeah, I'm just giddy about it. I, I feel like... I I didn't even think about the virus for right. three days. Yeah, yeah. You there know, was a I, lot of build I, up I, to it. You know, I mean, yeah. there was a lot of build up to it. There was a lot of talking going into it, and and you know, unfortunately, before what it's not unfortunate, it's just the way it is. I mean, the WNBA draft they had the, the draft of what a week before this one, you know, went without any type of spark or any type of flash. Uh, it was what it was, but there was a lot of anticipation in the NFL draft and how they were to make it work. And, and, you know, Chris on the early last hour brought up a great point or the, uh, the far first hour brought up a great point that, you know, by normally Roger Goodell only does the first round. So you saw him at the end of the day, how worn down he was. And he did everything to look like Mr. Rogers, which I totally agree. Everything but put on the slippers and the little blanket. I mean, the little he was sweater. great. I, I got to tell you, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I thought he was awesome. I did. I did. I, I thought he came across fine, really well. I, I, I liked him. That was I, a lot I, more receivable to me than than the chest bump and the, the high fives and yes, all, yeah, yeah. on the stage. Yeah, I'd rather him play the Mister Rogers role, yeah. and, and you know, I, I thought it was great. I did. I, I come on, Jess. Was, I can't hear you. Boo, boo. Come on. Yeah, I thought it was important. <laughs> I, you know, I did. I you know, I don't need the virtual hugs, but I, I just thought right. everything else was was phenomenal. I, I I did. I thought it was phenomenal. I I was. Let, let's you let's let, let's take a, a respite though. For the next hour, we're going to go through every team. Every, All right, every every team, every team, and I want you to uh, and let's <laughs> let's give the early grade. Cause do you mind? You know, no, no, I, no, you know, no, no, no. You know, no, I like no. that. Sort I know of you thing. like that, and I, and I I think I said in the first hour, I'm a loser. You would, you, would, <laughs> you would do that? Yes. Because I don't feel like I don't want to leave anybody out. No. Right? No, no. We, we are all all involving family. Absolutely. Yes. So let us begin. And let's begin in Arizona. All right? The Cardinals and Cliff Kingsbury with the palatial estate. You know, it, there is that years and years ago when I was a reporter, Mike Tyson was training in, was it Tyson training? No, no, no. Oscar De La... No, he was in Big Bear. Somebody was training Phoenix, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They brought us out, all right? The media. And they put us up at the point. Is that still around, Link? The point. The P-O-I-N-T-E was a resort Mm -hmm. 
I don't. I've never heard of it. It was a resort, the Point, in Arizona, mm-hmm. and this place was like heaven. This place, it had the big lemons in it, yeah. in the basket, in, in yeah. the back with the mm-hmm. with the the big thick terry cloth towels. Certainly, right? Like, right. And I got to stay there. Like, I would never be able to afford to stay there, right? But it was like they put us up there, and the rooms had to be back then. You know, we're talking nineties, and the rooms had to have been, you know, a thousand a month, a thousand a night, right? Right. And I was like, "Oh, this place! Oh my God, it's heavenly!" And uh, the minute I saw Kingsbury's estate, I thought of that of that joint. I was like, <laughs> "Wow, my God, it was amazing!" So they go Isaiah Simmons, the Sam linebacker who can do it all, right? And you know, he can cover. He's got great speed. What's your thoughts on Isaiah Simmons? I, I love him, but I've often referred to Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons as a, as a tweener. Where do you put him? Yeah. I mean, he can do everything well. Okay, I get that, and, and that's that's a great athletic athleticism. But where do you put him? And for this team, I mean, they had a lot of issues and things they needed to address, obviously, if they're moving in the right, right direction with, you know, getting the trade for DeAndre Hopkins and so on and so forth. And Kyler Murray played well towards the end of the second year. And they did further address those needs. It's this is this to me is a classic case where a team has a guy high on their draft board, unless they need him, but they can't resist not taking him. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Follow your board. Yeah, it's a follow yeah. your board pick. No doubt. Now here's the thing about him. I like him a lot as a football player. The only problem is, I heard he's not the he's not the meanest, toughest guy in the room. More of a Ferrari than a than a tank. Well, I mean, yeah, for what it's worth. Well, I mean, well, yeah. And, well, look, look at his dynamics. You're you're six four. You're two thirty eight. No, you you. And the fact that you played every position on the defense doesn't necessarily mean that you're a, a beast because they would leave you at one position if you were. You know what I mean? That type right. Of thing. So, I mean, I could, I can, I didn't, I never heard that, but I mean, I understand what you we're talking about, and it makes sense. So, I, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. So, all right. So then you have Josh Jones, who I, I think was a decent pick in the third round. Mm-hmm. That's still there. So I mm-hmm. thought, I thought that was good. So I don't know. I mean, you got no second round pick, right? What do you think? What would you give him? Well, so far, I, I give him about a B. I, okay. I think the, the, the Simmons thing is is a little bit of a reach, um, in a sense. Again, where do you put him? And if right. what you say is true. Uh, I mean, I get he's going to be versatile enough to be around, you know, to do everything right for you. But you know, at the same point, you you had some other needs that you need to address so, dearly. In order to be competitive in this highly, and you did get to tackle with Josh yeah. Jones. Yeah, I well, thought the same, but was value there, you know? Right, right. Well, that that. But again, I would have thought that they would have went with an, another one of the offensive linemen here, a uh, higher value offensive lineman, because protection has got to be an emphasis. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought that they. I hear you. I thought they. I thought. Um, I agree with you. I. You said B. I agree. Let's go Atlanta. They get the corner. They they desperately need. And AJ T- uh, Terrell uh, from Clemson, and then that's uh, number sixteen. They get Marlon Davidson, a, another tackle who's big from Auburn. I like him, 
second round. And they get Matt Hennessy, who I know is a tough kid center at a temple. So they get they fortify their line with Ryan and they get a corner. I yeah. mean, definitely needs, right? Yeah, definitely needs. And and they have room or time to address the other ones with and they have what right now the one nineteen one thirty four and two twenty eight so they've got three other draft choices left where they can they can address further address uh, those needs and try to create depth. Yeah, yeah. All right. When we come back on the clock, I think three of the teams who had the best drafts, at least two of them, because the multiple picks, Baltimore love that draft. Buffalo got some help. And Carolina love that draft. We'll have we'll talk about those and more coming up next. The fellas, right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The fellas, he's cousin, I'm Big Link. And have you heard what our friends of Lowe's have been doing during draft week? Lowe's has been sharing the stories of the Red Vest Associates who are stepping up during the crisis. Our heartfelt thanks go out to all the Lowe's Red Vest Associates and everything they're doing to help support their communities when it's needed most. Uh, we are talking a little bit of draft action. And, and cuz, I think you'll agree that when it comes to the NFL draft, it's the one sport that gives... Any fan base, no matter where they're setting or no matter where they were, gives them you usually gives them hope if they do it right that their team has got instantaneously better. 
you know, I mean, you think about the basketball draft. You, if you have maybe the top five, one of the top five picks, then okay, we we've got a player. But throughout the draft, you combine all the picks and the changes made, and you look at somebody like Miami, and we'll talk about them. But the other drafts, but you talk about a team like Baltimore, uh, because we're going down through every draft. I love Baltimore's draft so far. I really do. I Patrick Queen. Uh, to me, I think is going to be a stud. Their first pick, number twenty uh, overall. Right, what he's a flyer! A Linebacker, what out of a flyer! Uh, and, and and he's going to be a star for this defense because he yeah. can cover sideline to sideline, and that's essential for today's game because there are a lot of teams that use and Raiders are one of them try to use backs out yeah. of the backfield to stretch defenses and put linebackers in and you know covered situations. So I love that pick. I love J.K. Dobbins because they traded to get him. Uh, how you about know, that? How about Dobbins, right? With that arsenal. Yeah, but it, you know what's me? funny? The, the, critics, the critics are saying, well, you don't really need a running back, but we've seen throughout the season, as much as they rely on the run, they needed depth because Mark Ingram got yeah. banged up towards the end of the year. So it made well, sense. And Edwards, too. Remember, he was yeah. hurt, too. That's yeah. true. That's true. Remember what happened in the playoffs? I mean, that was a big, a big piece. Big deal. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I love it. I actually like Duvernay, too. Oh, yeah. The wide receiver out of Texas. Absolutely. I thought that was a good pick in the third round. Yeah. And, and Malik Harrison out of Ohio State, I like yes. him as a linebacker because he's a run stopper. And and, and I, I think that's absolutely key, too. When you, you look at what Tennessee did to them in their run game, so you noted, noticed they had to stout up a defense, and that's what they did. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm completely with you. Bills only had two picks right. because of the uh, the trades, the digs move. But they get they get a, a, a tw- at in the second round, they get a player in AJ Epinesa who was who is a big boy, 6'5", 275, great against the run, fits so well in Buffalo. I, I like that move a lot, man. I think Epinesa, you got good value there. And and I think that you know, when you think when you think about the Bills and this division is just up in the air. So if the Bills yeah. will make the next step. It's absolutely smart that they draft uh, according to their needs. And coming into this draft, I, I had them down at running back, edge, cornerback, and safety. Their needs, and they so not with a, not a not a lot of picks as you mentioned. Going out and addressing them with one, their first two picks is a good job. And I do yeah. like the Zach Moss pick up too. I do too. Uh, yeah. The running back out of Utah yeah. thought that was really good. Uh, Carolina link as we continue just to motor through. The uh, the first three rounds of the draft, they start off at seven. Derek Brown, stud, Auburn, big boy, maybe one of the best players uh, in the draft, stud. Right, I mean, just a great pick. Matt Rule is a trenchman. He believes you win up front, and it's a great pick. He follows that up with an end in Gross Matos out of stud. Penn State, Edge. Can really get to the passer. Great pick, and then he gets good value in the uh, later in the second round. At thirty-two, gets Jeremy Chin out of Southern Illinois, who I love. The safety tough. Yeah, I, I think he got three tough, terrific football players. Well, there's no doubt about it. And you know, for what it's worth, Chin was often compared to Isaiah Simmons as being a tweener that can play a number of spots. The fact that he's six three and two twenty. Means that he's got good size for safety, but he can also. There are times where he was playing um, in Southern Illinois, uh, playing a uh, uh, outside corner, the nickel corner. Yeah. 
So, yeah, the versatility Well, he matches issues. up against a lot of the taller receivers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or tight ends in this situation. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, I like the Carolina Panthers draft so far. Yeah, totally with you. Thought that, the, that Matt Rule has nailed it in his first pick. Now, Cole Komet can play. He's a tight end out of Notre Dame, except the Bears have not just one, but ten tight ends on the roster. And... The, the, with not having a first round pick and picking eleven, they take command. I mean, you know, I mean, he catch the ball. He's got big hands. You know, he's got good top end speed, really good ball skills. So he's his own buster. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, I will say he signed Jimmy Graham. I, you know, what that means? He's thirty three. I, I will say this. I don't love the Komet pick. I, I know where he is, but I, I don't see him getting a lot of separation of man coverage. As you mentioned, a zone beater. So you kind of take that away. But this is this is a product of getting Khalil Mack from the Raiders. The, you know, they didn't they lost their first round pick and they got this yeah. second and they use it on that when they had so many other needs. But but I do like the Jalen Johnson pick out of Utah, the cornerback. Yeah, I think he'd be good for him. He's physical at the line, which you need when especially in that division against the receivers, and so I do like that pick. Without a doubt, I agree. Let's go to Cincinnati. Of course, they get the crown jewel of the 2020 draft, Joe Barrow, as they fill their quarterback needs. And then with the first pick in the second round, Lincoln, T. Higgins. He gets a target from T. He gets T. Higgins, who, it was funny, you talk to people, either they love him or they hate him. Right. T. Higgins out of Clemson, who I thought it was good value there. At the first pick of the second round, I like the fact that he is a tall, six foot five receiver that basically catches anything that's thrown his way. Yeah, and when you have a quarterback, and you know, look, Burrow was good in college, but the NFL's a new next thing. He liked to throw. He Burrow, and you watched his games last year. He wanted, he enjoyed throwing his receivers open, and he had a mentality that whenever he sees an inch of separation, he feels that he can get the ball to his, his receivers. So, with that being said, you need receivers that can catch just about anything that's thrown their way. And I think T. Higgins does that. So I love that. I agree. I agree. Logan Wilson, linebacker out of Wyoming at the top of the third round, Lincoln. Solid pick. Not in love with it, but don't hate it. Solid pick because I can honestly see him being a, a Bengals linebacker. I mean, it's just it, – it's he's not very explosive, but he's solid. And and it's solid in, in play and, and can you know bring a defense together and can corral, especially what they needed, was linebacker. So I think they addressed that need with a good one. All right, Cleveland, the Browns. I, I like what the Browns did. The Browns go unsexy, get big needs. They start yes. off with Jedrick Wills, who's the right tackle, 6'4", 312 pounds, plug-and-play starter. Right off the bat, you get your your befrazzled quarterback. I just made that word up. Uh, some help. You like him? You like his... He's physical. He looks like he could play Lincoln. You I, are the master of tackles. I thought there were, as far as tackles go, I thought the other two tackles prior to, I mean, him, him being taken, I'm not prior to him taking, but there were other two tackles, two other tackles. Yeah, worse. Um, that were better. Yeah. yeah. And Thomas. Uh, and, and, and especially for their type of offense, for what they showed last year, and there might be some changes, but for their type of offenses. Um, but this is more, he has more of what I call a guard body. Than a tackle body, six foot four, 
I think yeah. he even went to Compine. He was three twelve. Um and, and I think, you know, you add another fifteen, twenty pounds when he gets to the league, that's a guard body. Yeah. So yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But they needed offensive line, so I wasn't necessarily. He did crazy block to his blind side because of the yes. lefty situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, but I can you know look a plug and play. We'll see what they've got. But I I was more in love with the Grant Delpit pick of safety. Yes, I lo- I did. I loved. I thought that was a really really strong pick, Tw- number twelve of the second round. They get Delpit, who is a, I mean, real versatile player and a, yeah. and, a and a hitter, a good quarterback on your defense. With that great LSU defense, he was there. So, yeah, agreed. What do you think of Jordan Elliott, who's defensive tackle out of Missouri? Love that play because he plays really good with his hands. Yeah, um, he's got a I great agree. upside uh, to his game, and the fact that he's six foot four in the middle, he can get good pressure because he, he like playing with leverage under guards, getting under um, centers is essential, and it's something that you really can't teach. So, the fact that he's coming in with good fundamentals means he's a great tactician, and that'll be wonderful for that defense. Yeah, without a doubt. And then, uh, of course, they they end it with Jacob Phillips, who is yet another member of that LSU defensive unit, the uh, an inside linebacker who's who's got. I think who, I, I I like the value of thirty three. He's a player, dude. I like him. Number he's another tweener. He's round. another tweener that that. Well, I mean, he's a ball hawk. He's always around yeah. the ball. He's an athlete, but he's one of those guys where he can do so many things pretty darn good it's hard to see where he stands out so he's one of those utility guys that you would use on dime defenses or special defensive packages if that makes sense totally totally makes sense and then uh all right let's get to the cowboys how about them cowboys all right because i think the cowboys have separated themselves (laughs) from the eagles in the nfc east sorry cuz they are now the team to beat in the NFC East. Of course, rebuilding Washington, rebuilding Giants, the uh, smarter than the room, flubbing Eagles, and then, of course, the Cowboys. And starts off with with Jerry smiling, Leatherface smiling widely uh, inside the yacht when it comes to C.D. Lamb. Six foot two, one ninety-eight, Oklahoma product, sleek, sure-handed. What a receiver! C.D. Lamb falls to the Cowboys, Lincoln, and now Dak has Amari uh, Cooper. Uh, right, he's got the best running back uh, in the league in Ezekiel Elliott. He's got. An arsenal of weapons, Dak Prescott. Yes. And he's got all the leverage in the world to hold the Cowboys over a fire to give him a new contract. Because you just, but for what it's worth, if you're Jerry Jones and you're the Cowboys, you can't pass up this pick. You can't, even though you don't need it. You you can't. This is, this is a pick, the fact that he fell to them in the way that he did. He's like, oh, if I don't take him off the board, it might be my arch rival, the Eagles, or someone else is going to get him. I can't afford that. You just you had to take it. But that's that's neither here nor there. One of the top receivers available in the draft, he falls to you at 17. You didn't have to trade to give a whole lot up for him. This is this is a great value. You make it happen. Uh, the way they followed it up that impressed me most is Neville Gallimore, the defensive lineman from Oklahoma, because they have to have a press one gapper, and he he does that. So yeah. 
Yeah, um, and then Javon Diggs. 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 Yeah, the second round. Diggs is is, is good because he's a he's a press man guy. And as yeah. I said earlier in the assessment of the Raiders, what they did, it's hard to get good press guy press man guys coming out of college that play with a confidence and can have good ball awareness. Yeah, yeah. And Diggs I does agree. that. No, it's a great draft, man. It's it's a great draft by the Cowboys. You know, you got Gallup, who's already coming off of a breakout season with Cooper and and now Lamb. I mean, with Elliott, I mean, the spacing on the field. Anybody, you better have a lot of corners. I'll tell you one thing: the the one thing that is crystallized to me in a way too early prediction. This thing's going back to the nineties. No, oh. Cowboys Niners NFC Championship game. Mm. Let's go to Figgy, find out what Figgy thinks. Fig, what do you think of that Dallas pick, man, that Dallas draft? I think the Cowboys found themselves in a position where he, he this is a guy they thought would be off the board at that mm-hmm. point. So, And there was no one else they thought was uh, was good enough from a talent standpoint to take, even if you're feeling a need. I mean, you could always use more offense for, for Dak to get him more weapons. So uh, a guy who they probably thought would be gone somewhere in the top ten falls to you that low. You're almost, you almost have to take them unless you have a glut at the receiver position, which they clearly do not. Uh, I thought it was a great pick for them. Still needs to have, have some holes on that defense. But, you know, if you're if you, in theory, are scoring 35 points a game, maybe it doesn't matter so much. <laughs> I.e. Chiefs. Exactly. <laughs> Bingo. But I'm I mean, still I, concerned about that defense. They've lost a lot of guys. They and have, their D-line but, coach who's now in Oakland. Or, excuse me, Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah, Come on now. Sorry. Now, the only thing is, like, when we talk about this – and team building, I don't mind being heavy on one side of the ball. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, obviously you'd want to be balanced, but I think their offense could be so dynamic that you know it just forces other teams. As long as you can rush, I think they have enough to rush along their defensive front. I, I mean, you're going to take teams out of all their game plans, man. Well, you have to. I mean, most teams want to load up the box and force Dak to, to pass the ball, but. You have a receiver like CeeDee Lamb who's good with yards after the catch. That opens and, – and, you know, Amari Cooper's the same way. That opens up so much more what you can do with this and offense. And you got a deep threat in Gallup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you have everything there that you need to open up all levels of the defense and and open up holes for Ezekiel. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm still a little concerned about the pass rush. I mean, I know they still have Demarcus Lawrence, but they lost, you know, a defensive lineman who went to who went to the Raiders. They yep. bring in Alden Willie Smith, Collins. who hasn't played in a couple of years, to be one yeah. of their key pass yeah. rushers. Who what, you know? So you're uh, right. There's some risks there. The kid out of Nebraska they have, who's been in and out with the with the the, the drug policy, you know. So the, the, he's the, back. Yeah, he is back, but how effective? How crazy is he? are they? They're like the old Cowboys, man. They are. That's what I love about Jerry. They're, they they are villains. Yeah. They're yeah. villains, man. Yeah, but the thought, it's almost Gregory? like Randy Gregory. That's him. That's him. So maybe the thought is kind of like the Colts, you know, circa the early 2000s where yeah. you, had, you had the two great pass rushers and yeah. you have a great offense. If we get, yeah. yeah, if we get ahead 28 to 10, you have to pass, and we're just going to send Robert Mathis and Dwight Freeney after you. Now, yeah. whether or not Alden Smith and Randy Gregory are that good, Demarcus Lawrence is excellent. Uh, whether they have the talent up front to do that remains to be seen. But I, I can see in motion what the plan possibly is. Yep. Right, well, I will tell you this. I honestly think they've got their, their fourth-round pick is one, number 123. Watch them use it on uh, the edge rusher from Boise Weaver. And I can't remember his first name, but 
Here's a, there's a play, they're, they're going to try to catch lightning in a bottle from Boise again, like they've done on a couple other picks. And, and so I, I think they're going to go after Weaver. That's, that's the edge guy that, uh, that it's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm drawing uh, a blank on uh, his name. Curtis, yeah. that's it. Curtis Weaver. Yeah. That's it. Mm hmm. I love it. I love it. Figgy, take it away, baby. All right. And the final three rounds of the draft will take place starting at noon Eastern today. Some notable names still available. Quarterbacks Jacob Eason and Jake Fromm headline the list of available names along with Florida running back Michael Pirine, LSU tight end Thaddeus Moss, and Michigan receiver Donovan Peoples-Jones. As for the names that did come off the board in the second and third rounds on Friday, Bengals selecting Clemson receiver T. Higgins with the first pick in the second round. The Eagles raised some eyebrows when they took Oklahoma quarterback Jalen Hurts in the second round. The Jaguars taking Colorado receiver LaVisca Chenault also in the second. The Browns with LSU defensive back Grant Delpit. Ohio State's J.K. Dobbins went to the Baltimore Ravens. Broncos selecting Penn State speed receiver K.J. Hamler, while the Colts took USC receiver Michael Pittman Jr. and Wisconsin running back Jonathan Taylor. During the draft, we recognize the best, and Lowe's is recognizing associates who have stepped up in major ways during the pandemic. Join all of us in the Fox Sports Radio family as we thank all of the Lowe's Red Vest associates and everything they are doing to support their communities. Fellas, back to you. Thank you, Fig. We are the fellas coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. You can't go and throw it. A lot of fun, everybody. Just talking each of the teams, going through each of the drafts, analyzing this thing. Let's go to Denver. From Dallas to Denver and Denver and Elway. Go the air show at Amazing because sitting there at 15, which I think is incredible that he lasted this long. Jerry yeah. Judy, the sleek receiver out of Alabama. You can't go wrong with Jerry Judy. I mean, smooth and polished, a great route runner. I mean, you know, he exposes defensive backs. I, I think it's it's a great pick. So they get Jerry Judy to go with Sutton. Who I mean, they got Cortland Sutton, right. and they take Judy, and then they they take KJ Hamler out of Penn State, who is a burner. Well, the receivers, yeah. how about it, Link? Well, I mean, it's a, you look. That's the only one that's puzzling. I get Judy, and absolutely, it's a lock. And, uh, and no pun intended for a quarterback, Drew Lock, if they're going to build around them. But KJ Hamler, I. I I just have a, I have a little bit of an issue with him. If you're going to put him in the slot or wherever you decide to put him, um, he's not really good yards after the catch. And there's times where you watch him. Um, it, it's it's a weird pick. It's an off pick for me. So I would have thought they would have went with linebacker or if they were going with another receiver, I would have thought whatever is available. I don't know the dynamics of how the draft fell. But but that was a little bit of a, a, of a strange pick to me. Huh. Wasn't in love with it. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I, I kind of liked it only because he, he's got lots of weapons, right? I mean, oh, he's got lots of weapons. Drew's got I mean, lots of weapons. And he's got Fant, Noah yeah. Fant, who they drafted yeah. last yep. year. Yeah, yeah. Now, you're right. I mean, you know, they, they certainly are taking a risk. But, man, they. I, now, where I, like I would have thought they would have went with that second pick, I would have thought they would have found themselves a linebacker. Because yeah. they need they need help in the linebacker linebacker right. core. They, they so they lost a lot there. And, but at the same point, when you look at the Broncos, they still have time to address it, and they have picks that they can address it. So that's really the most puzzling one. Um, uh, well, along with can you know, Drew Locke is my question to you: Is Drew Locke can he be that guy? 
look, when the Raiders played him in the, in the close out the season, he did some good things. And you could sit there and say that, well, he was better than than Falco. I mean, not Falco, the Flacco. Um, what am I saying? I'm trying to forget my, I forgot my point. When you, but, but again, it's still, the jury's out because it's, it's right. too early to assess. You got to, coaches have got to get some yeah, film I, on them. You know you're what right. I mean? You're right. No, no, way too early. I was just curious because I know you saw him and I just thought, yeah. you know, if you, you're, you're on the link eye test. I, I trust the link eye test. It's too Is early. Is he a player? Too early. You, you, still, you don't have a right, early, you don't but, have a good again, read on it. Yeah. yeah, I don't have a good read on it. But I will tell you, with the weapons that they put around him now, if Noah Fine comes into his own and with that running game, and, and then they added Melvin Gordon, they've got some offense. They're going to. They're, I know. They're, they're following like what Kansas City. We're going to. We might not be all that great. Well, we still have Von Miller. So if you put, you know, you can have some yeah. situations where we can get pressure on the quarterback. But I think interior wise, they need some help, and I think they've addressed it uh, somewhat. But they linebackers a. a big area that i think they need i agree i agree but man they're scary offensively yeah and the whole big question is can drew lock play figgy you got any thoughts on lock curious to see if you have oh all right i was just curious to see if anybody thought i would you think about lock let's go to detroit chris i want to bring you in here and let's talk about your Lions. Uh-huh. You you host a a popular podcast, a Lions podcast, Chris. And you start out with the cornerback and Akuda that we talked about. I love the DeAndre Swift pick. I mean, he's a great player. I love that kid, man. And then you get a linebacker in Okawa. Uh, uh, I can't pronounce his name. Akwara. Akwara. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then you got the and then you get a guard in Jonah Jackson. What are you thinking, Chris, of your draft? I like it. Well, I I mean, Okuda, I thought, was just that that was no brainer at that point. Right. I know there was some people talking. I, I was telling Link at, you know, er, in an earlier hour, there was some yeah. people talking. Lions could maybe trade down. Didn't look like that was on the table. So that was absolutely the right pick to do there. I'm not as hot on Swift as you are just because the Lions have been picking running backs for a few years now, with, be it Amir Abdullah or. Or uh, no, carry on a a No, I've, I've heard. I've actually talked with um, at least one NFL scout, and this is definitely Swift. Definitely has a little more upside to it. I'm just kind of frustrated to keep watching the Lions keep going back to the trough when it comes to running backs. When I actually, I just was figuring this out. They don't really have anyone 2020 beyond 2021 for uh, wide receivers besides carry on Johns. I mean, uh, Kenny Galladay. So they got to figure that out. But I, I liked a lot of the day two picks. I, I've been pounding the table for years for a pass rusher. And Julian Okwara, who fits what the Lions like to do, they have they, they like flexible outside guys. He can play both outside linebacker and defensive end. So he fits what they do there. you got to be kind of mindful about uh, his pass injury with his leg. And I thought the guard they took, uh, Jonah Jack, uh, Jonah. Is it Jackson or Jefferson? Yeah, Jackson. Jackson. Jonah Jackson. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's perfect. Like I've been watching highlights on this kid, and uh, you know the the Lions just let uh, Rick Wagner go in free agency. So you know, per, uh, all all big needs the Lions filled in this draft. It was a very needs based one, and I like the talent where they got it. And again, like normally in some universes, I'd be a little I'd be a little irked at the Swift thing because it would felt like kind of a luxury pick, but you still got. Aquara, you still got a guard, so you're you're good in that book. And again, Okuda, I, I was I, I need to go back to Okuda again because I feel like I've talked mostly day two stuff, but 
Okuda's really good. Like I, I agree. People are just I. The corner is so much more of a valuable position now in this day and age, and the Lions really with the other corners they have on their roster plus Okuda could honestly make it so that they don't need to miss Darius Slay for very long. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love Akuda. Link, what do you think about the lines? I like a lot of things they did. And with the Swift thing, I'll just remind people, Swift in Georgia had a great offensive line. So the fact that he was running through some gapingly wide holes, it made him look a whole lot better than he had it kind of graded out at. But for, what that, for that being said, if the lines are going to commit – to opening up those holes or running the ball, they got to, they've got to do a better job and be more efficient up front. So, uh, like well, like Chris said, I like a, I like their picks. I don't have a problem with any of their picks. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, we'll come back and uh, continue our uh, little sojourn around the league and around your team's draft. We're the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, little gap band for you, Big Link. Oh, yeah. Because right now, <laughs> Packer fans are feeling they got to get up early to understand what the heck the Packers are doing. <laughs> well, we will talk about the Packers for sure. We will talk about how Aaron Rodgers is 100. He's 100% correct. Don't forget, fellas, and don't forget Lowe's. During the draft, we recognize hard work, and Lowe's has been recognizing their Red Vest associates who have been supporting the rest of us during this crisis. Join me and Big Link in thanking all the Lowe's associates and everything they are doing to support the communities through uh, during this very, very difficult time. All right, my brother. Let us continue going around, going around the draft, enjoying this uh, little break where we can lose ourselves in the draft and hope for all of our teams except mine. <laughs> you are not alone. We're going to talk about one right here. <laughs> yes, we are. With the 26th pick in the 2020 draft, the Green Bay Packers inexplicably via trade. via trade from Houston through Miami take Jordan Love, quarterback, Utah State. We got to wake our producer up, Ryan. He, he, he's he been having nightmares since it happened. Ryan, we talked about it earlier in the show. How do you feel about this pick? Um, I, the word I used was, uh, <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, it is bizarre. It is, it is weird. And when you take into account that they have a lot of holes after a lot of guys have left in free agency in this off season, it's rather frustrating because, uh, the, with their first two picks this year, they have, uh, drafted guys who are play a position where we have the most strength right now. So it's, uh, it's very bizarre. For those at home, Ryan is our uh, a Packers fan, uh, so I wanted to go to him directly because uh, I'll get your your take. I talked about it earlier. What do you think? I think it's stupid. <laughs> you know, I think you know what's funny. Again, what's go ahead. Go ahead. Well, yeah. I was just saying that Aaron Rodgers. There, there were reports that Aaron, you know the, the the new thing for quarterbacks 
is they want to play for as long as they can since Tom Brady's done it. And I, I heard a report that Aaron wanted to play till he was at least 40. I And so if that's the case, and you know that he takes care of himself and he's like most likely to do it. He's not often injured uh, and doesn't miss a lot of games. And this, I don't know, understand this pick. I don't get it. I don't get it a little bit. Uh, I think it's, again, teams trying to be smarter than everybody else. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. You, you, if you try, if you got Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, you got to try to win now. Yep. I mean, you, you know, you can't – it's one thing, Andy Reid, who I think is a master of quarterbacks. I think nobody knows in this league quarterbacks like Reid does. He's the one who picked Nick Foles, not the the other ship of fools that are running his team. <laughs> Andy Reid picked Nick Foles. He he knows quarterbacks, and what his what he used to do is he would pick quarterbacks with like if he had three fourth round picks, right? He would take a quarterback there, right. or maybe he had three third round picks. You know where yeah. where there was it made sense. Not with your first-round pick when you have Aaron Rodgers, your quarterback. And you trade up to get him. All right. We'll come back. We'll talk about a big 9 o'clock, 6 o'clock hour ahead, fellas, on Fox. Well, a good morning, everybody. It is 9 a.m. in the East and 6 a.m. in the West as we begin Saturday, a real and honest sports Saturday. Day three of the NFL draft, the virtual draft of 2020. And you're listening to the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming alive from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. We've been going through each of the teams. We still got about uh, a, a big half, to, you know, a little bit less than half the league left. We're going to get motor through the rest of this hour but just for a summation of our thoughts from early in the show a this thing's a home run like this thing uh, uh we talked about it the nfl it, it was fantastic and the whole family thing i love the virtual thing i love going behind the curtains seeing the coaches and the gms and even roger goodell in their own environs and the dogs and, and you know and the kids and hey, the kids and, and, and the hoochies yeah. and, <laughs> and the drunken dads i love it all it was an interesting experience and, and i would I think, be one of like one of those fathers like like my man would fall out would fall out. yeah i would be like yeah! i would be preening for the camera exactly. look at my son massimo look at my son anthony well, the, the the virtual part of it comes to mind when, when you think that you know virtual reality, like virtual reality games, aren't real. So there are probably some people that wish their draft didn't happen. So Philadelphia and Green Bay. Yes, I <laughs> uh, yeah, and I at some Sorry. point I'll probably flare back up. Yeah, yeah, but we're because, we're moving on. We got a lot of teams to cover, so let's yes. start with the Texans. So we're going to Houston now. And, yes, we uh, will. What would you think of Houston? They didn't have a whole lot of picks. Uh, in the early first early rounds, only two in the first uh, two picks in the first three. No, and, that, and obviously that was a that's a big story for the Texans in and uh, how they had to operate. And they're, I mean, I, I they are a mess. I like uh, 
Blacklock, who is the defensive tackle out of right. TCU. I, I thought like Grenard. You know, I like Grenard I, out of Florida. You know, I thought that was a really good pick. They need some help in the middle of that defensive front. Mm-hmm. And that kid's a player, man. He's tall. Yeah. He's he's lean. I mean, he's he's got really good speed. Yep. Yeah, yep. man. I, I and I agree with you. I like Grenard as well. So you helped out your defense in the limited resources you had. Right. So and there, you know, yeah. there's the signing Tunsil, um, so they're solidifying their offensive line. They still have to have to address the interior part of it, but I yeah. think they're off to a good, you know, good start for what they have to work with. Yeah, I like the Colts draft as well. I thought the Colts oh, did the well, yeah, in, in a big way. For again, we're talking about you know for for having no first rounder, right? The the resources they used really well. Michael Pittman. They get uh, who I love, uh, you know, receiver out of USC. Yep. Uh, you saw him, Link. You yep. were uh, as the Pac-12 analyst that you are. Yeah, called everything that was thrown around him. Uh, just a freak of size and length, and uses it all very well, which is this is going to help him on the next level. And as you mentioned, six four two twenty. So I like that. And, and he's got I a like little him. bit of a burst too, like a little bit a sneaky yeah, it's burst. Not, it, it's not yeah. like some of the other high end receivers, but he can he can sneak up on you, and get on top of you if you stay in your backpedal too long. Yes, yeah. uh, I like Jonathan Taylor a whole Love lot. That. Love that they come back seven picks later and get Taylor, who is a terrific running back. Yeah, kid out of Wisconsin. Uh, just a just a true north south runner. I, I love I love Taylor, and he will do wonderful behind that offensive line. Colts have got yeah. a good offensive line. He's going to do great, and I also like the Julian Blackman safety out of Utah. I love that pick as well. I agree. I agree. Jacksonville, they get the corner they need at nine and C.J. Henderson, mm-hmm. and then they get a stud backer in Chaseon from LSU. They get a. I love one of the. Re- of this deep receiver draft, I like Chenault. I, I think going into this year, he, you know, everybody thought that he could have been the, among the top two, three wide receivers. Right. And again, he had some issues, a quarterback, and he had injury issues. But I like Chenault. I think that's a good selection at number 10 of the second round. I do like, I do like the Jaguars draft. I think they've addressed their needs and they've done well, uh, and solid picking. Now, the only one I have with Chenault is just the injuries concern, injury concerns. But I, I do believe that uh, he's going to be good for for Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, I think the, their biggest issue is what are they going to do with Ngakwe? Yeah, and they have they, there were some people, there were some teams that were out there that were interested in making a move for Ngakwe. Uh, the Raiders, most notably, were one of them that I heard. So they still need to address the inside of that offensive That'd be line. Nice for the Raiders. Well, I mean, if you can make it happen, oh, but they, they were asking, what they were asking he's for a was beast way more too. Than, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. But I, I, like I like the Jaguars. Like, like the Jaguars draft so so far. All right, uh, let's keep it going and let's go to Kansas City, the defending champs. And Andy gets another toy for his offense. <laughs> oh my God! Let's add Edward Tolaire, who is I just love him. He is he's just terrific. He he can catch the ball out of the backfield, which is essential for the for right. offense. Absolutely. Oh my God! I mean, he's got a uh, he's got another toy, yeah, and uh, it's a great pick, I think, for the for the Chiefs. And then they give you Willie Gay, who I mm-hmm. like as a linebacker. Love they need pick. linebackers. They need another defensive back. Yep. but they they want to get Nyang, who's a who's a tackle out of TCU. 
Yeah, yeah, I love their picks so far, and unfortunately, this team is in my division. I got to see them twice a year, and you know, Clyde Edwards-Helaire is the, the main the main thing I love about him, as you mentioned, his ability to catch out of the backfield. But even though five seven, two hundred ten pounds, or whatever he's listed as, he's a, the, the the fact that he can run between the tackles is is essential for this offense because it keeps it has to keep it forces the defense to stay honest. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Let's go to another team in your division, the Chargers. They get the quarterback of the future in Justin Herbert. Again, we expected this. He's got the great size, 6'6", 236, can move a bit out of Oregon. We talked a lot about Herbert coming in. And uh, your thoughts, I'm I'm not in love. I, you know, we'll see. <laughs> what's, your, what's your opinion of Justin Herbert and the new Chargers quarterback? Smart, uh, charismatic, a um, little bit of an introvert, which I don't know how that bodes well for Los Angeles, but we'll see. Um, there are things that he needs to develop on for the next level. The only problem is that I don't know how much time you have to do that. Yeah. You know, you force you force a young man into this game early, he'll, he'll develop some bad tendencies and some bad habits that are pretty much hard to erase. And, you know, there have been many Charger fans I talked to over the last couple of days, and they say, you know, th- this this feels like Ryan Leaf. Though, wow. the, the, oh, you know, I mean. God. And I you know, just that, got shudders just, down my spine. That's 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 the disaster that they, that they feel leading towards. And it's, I don't want to be too critical of him, but there are some things, there are yeah, some you don't like the same way. We both, we both don't like to, just, I mean, quite frankly, are not bullish on Herbert. It was it was a stretch the fact that yeah. he was taken in the top ten, but you need a quarterback. I know. So I'll be honest with you. I thought it was a stretch that both two and Herbert were taken as high yeah. as they were. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Murray, I like that. Goes, I love Kenneth Murray. That, I mean, yeah. that's a kid that will quarterback a defense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. from like the Mike linebacker spot for the next ten years. Yeah, I like that pick. And they gave up a lot to get him. I like that pick because they don't have a second or a third round pick. Their first pick doesn't happen until today, one hundred and twelve. So they gave up a lot to get him, but this is adding to what was already pretty much a stacked defense. Yeah. You weren't questioning the Chargers on defense. You know, you were questioning them on offense, offensive line quarterback, maybe wide receiver, but not defense. Uh, let's go to the Rams, shall we? They didn't have a pick until number 20 of the second round, and uh, they automatically replace – Todd Gurley. Now I love this kid, Cam Akers, Cam Akers out of Florida yeah. State. Mm-hmm. I, I thought, you know, I thought he'd be around later in the draft. Um, but there was that run on running backs. Yeah. And they get Akers, and Akers had nothing in front of him. No offensive line of Florida State. No offense to speak of. This kid's a player link. Yeah, and it was a big need for Los Angeles, the, the Rams. So it made sense for them to take him here. Uh, what I like him is that he runs with a low, great low center of gravity. And what I mean by that is the, his ability to not let guys get up under him that easy, and he knows how to truck guys. So I like that move, and I especially like the Van Jefferson move. The do you? For Florida. Yeah, I do. Interesting, I do. yeah? Because, because the way he can get off a press man, and he's a good route runner, decent size, not just you know breakaway speed, but the things that he needs to work on is his toughness to get yards after the catch. And I think he, they can do that under this offense. All right. Next, uh, the next, we got a big fat segment coming up next. And we will go, run through a lot, a lot of teams. The, the Vegas Raiders, a team that Link is there. The Dolphins, who had a 
monster, monster draft. The I don't know if I like it, but they had a lot of picks. And Minnesota, uh, who rushed to the window to take its receiver, uh, and then, of course, uh, the mainstays of the league, New England and New Orleans, all on the clock. We'll get to those guys coming up next. We're the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. And listen, uh, don't forget, because the great people at Lowe's, what they're doing during the draft, we recognize the best. And Lowe's is recognizing associates who have stepped it up in major ways during the pandemic Join all of us in the Fox Sports Radio family as we thank all of the Lowe's Red Vest Associates and everything they're doing to support their communities. The fellas with you, Draft 2020 on Fox Sports Radio. The fellas, hey, have you heard what our friends at Lowe's have been doing during Draft Week? Lowe's has been sharing the stories of the Red Vest Associates who are stepping out during this crisis. Our heartfelt thanks here at Fox Sports Radio and all the, to all the families, to Lowe's Red Vest, and everything you're doing to support your communities when it's needed most. Thank you. Because we're talking about draft recap so far, going to the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las okay. Vegas Raiders. Yes, we are. Big Lincolns. Las Vegas Raiders. No more Raider than like. By the way, did you see my tweet? No. Last week? Mm-mm. I missed it. Of what you in the uh, the Raider mask? Oh, no. <laughs> you sent that out? Okay. You know what I said? <laughs> What's that? It doesn't get more Raider than this man. <laughs> well, thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. It's been a busy week. <laughs> been a busy week. <laughs> All right. So, so uh, let's discuss, man. I love, let's go with the man in the road, baby. Yeah, you know what? It's hard to miss when you had Henry Ruggs on it. Like I said, this was a throwback draft so far to me because the late, great Al Davis often said speed stood out to him, and Ruggs is a burner, um, and he has a top-end speed that's going to take the top off defenses. And and when you're competing against uh, you know the likes of now Denver and, and what we see all the Super Bowl champions of Kansas City have done, they needed a deep threat, and they've got it. Man, I, I, I like the whole draft. I, I, I'll tell you one thing. I think Mike Mayock is really sharp when it comes right. to looking at talent. I think Mayock is a is a sharp student. I, I like the kid from Kentucky, the receiver. I like I like Arnett a lot, the corner out of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even like Tanner Muse, the, the safety out of Clemson. That's my only question mark. That's my only question mark where he is because he seemed, seemed a little stiff to me. In my right. evaluation, but but I will say this: getting they got picks, they traded back with New England and got in this position where they picked a hundred. It's not bad value um, for what they needed to address because they needed to add depth to that secondary. Um, and so you know you got to trust Mayock and his board. And he's come through with picks like this, especially last year's draft. How yeah. invaluable that came. So we'll we'll see how it pans out now. Yeah, I like it a lot. Miami, two wide, and a load of picks. Austin Jackson at tackle, and you get a cornerback, and you get another guard, and you get a defensive tackle, Raekwon Davis, who I I thought was really good value there from Alabama, great pedigree. You got Brandon Jones, good pedigree, the safety out of Texas. What do you think of the Dolphins? Dolphins have done well what they have. I'm impressed with where they've got their names, and they pulled out some – they went different places that I didn't expect, but I think they got good value for them. And they've obviously got the biggest question mark is going to be Tua. 
That's yeah. that's your franchise quarterback. I agree. And I said earlier in the show, you know, if you got Ryan Fitzpatrick and your staff is sitting on Tua, can you be disciplined enough to make sure he's absolutely healed? And when does when does that point? How do you yeah. how do you judge that point to when you're able to put him in a game? Yes. Because he has he hasn't had he's had durability issues, but you've committed to him. So they, to me, the, the Dolphins didn't want to see history repeat itself by them missing out like they did the last time on Drew Brees due to a medical evaluation when they were in this position. They decided to to take what they've seen and what they've heard from their evaluators and their doctors they were able to get to Tua before the pandemic broke out that he's ready to go and they're going to take that chance. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, Minnesota. I love Minnesota's draft. Love it. Love it. I think they nailed it. They It took them 10 seconds – to take Justin Jefferson, Without a who doubt. is a perfect fit in Minnesota, <laughs> yeah, yeah. when the Eagles foolishly passed up on Justin Jefferson, it was terrific. You know they what had a- to make up for for losing losing Diggs. Now he's not a Diggs step. Don't get me. Don't get it twisted. But you know, for what it's worth, here's a guy that you saw come along and and really earned what he had in his last year with LSU. Uh, and, and came into his own, so he will be a guy who's going to go out there and compete. And they, they're pretty, pretty, you know, tight at receiver and tight end and stuff like that. There's no, there's no reason for Cousins not to have weapons. But I do like the addition of Jefferson. I really, really like the addition of Ezra Cleveland, the offensive lineman. Oh, yeah, right. That perfect, was another perfect. great pick, man. He's a great zone blocker. Great uh, zone uh, blocker. I, I mean, I'll tell you, I thought Minnesota was true. I'm glad he's a great pick. Yeah, I, I I mean I I I tell you, man, I loved her. I loved her draft. I thought they. Yeah. I thought the Vikings had a great draft. Totally and of great. course, the Patriots. Like he's the best. <laughs> uh, listen, he's the best. Like Bell, as he's there, uh, <laughs> in his country home, right on the water in the Great Northeast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> With everybody, I love like the Eagles with all their technology because they they need the technology to buttress up their football acumen. They they they're all out there, right? Meanwhile, Belichick's got like a ten year old laptop on his kitchen table. <laughs> I can't with you. I can't. <laughs> Great picks. Great picks. And the thing that stands out to me about this whole thing is the fact that, uh, you know, Kyle Duggar, uh, sort of a no-name, but because he's a Division II more so than anything else. But the fact is that he fills a need, and he's one of those guys that that the, the, the Patriots seem to find, one of those gems. One's on probably a little bit, not on really anybody's radar, but you go after a safety from Division II, and then the second pick is you go after a, an edge rusher, which they know to how to manipulate, uh, Josh Uche out of out of Michigan. Great pick. I love I love that pick. I love yeah. Jennings. Yep. Then you get who's a true t- terrific player, and then you get a couple guys that are more Swiss Army knives for yep. uh, for Belichick. Yeah. You know they like to work in their offense. Like to work the middle of the field. So getting tight ends that can get yards after the catch are big. Yeah. Hey, gee, you know Martha's Vineyard right there. Life's good for Bill Belichick. Uh, the Saints. I love this kid, Cesar Ruiz. He is uh, from my neck of the woods in Camden, New Jersey. His father was killed tragically uh, changing a tire on a highway. Yeah. 
and I and I love him. Like he's a center who could play some guard. He's a tough kid. I I love it. I think it's a great pick for the Saints. As much as they needed offensive line healthier, I agree with you because this was a great play for the Saints. More importantly, Ruiz Ruiz can play both center and guard, and they've had their issues with the interior linemen and injuries. So I like it. Yeah, and uh, I like Braun too. Good good value. The third round, you get Zach Braun. I, I thought that was really good value there. They are add a lot of versatility with a guy like this to their defense. The things that he can do as far as rush the passer, he's stout on the inside, and he's a little, in a sense, a little bit seen smaller, but he's a good block shedder. So I do like him, the addition to this defense with, with him. All right. The uh, Giants get Andrew Thomas to uh, protect uh, the, the dimes. <laughs> and Andrew Thomas, they need. Desperately offensive lineup. Yeah. What do you think of uh, what do you think of Thomas? He'll be the future left tackle. Okay. He was one of the he was the best tackle in my opinion in, in the draft class. He'll be the he'll be a future left tackle. This year he'll probably end up playing right. And I think it's good because they're going to be able to open up holes, you know, from their bread and butter. And and, and that's that's what the Giants game is going to be right now until they get other pieces in place. Xavier McKinney goes with the fourth pick of the second round. Great value that you get a a real big-time safety in McKinney. Didn't know they needed that. Didn't know if they, they really needed secondary help other than cornerback, but I didn't know. I was surprised, but he's a stud. And I think when you add that, you talk about the, the secondary, their deep secondary, that's that's a good add, addition for him. All right, the Jets, the other New York team, I'm curious what you think of this. Joe Douglas in love with Mekhi Becton, the beast of a project, six foot seven, anywhere from three eighty, from three sixty five to three ninety, I should say, and he's a guy that moves as we all saw in the draft. He moves SUVs. He can move. the The biggest question, and and trust me, I, I say this, you know, seriously because it it affected me, the weight. And, yeah. you know, where he's at right now. And it was interesting to see if he was going to drop further because of the drugs, um, you know, the drug test that came out of the combine workouts. So but he is a freak of nature. Yeah, um, the weed thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, you, 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 you put everything together in your analysis. He's athletic. He's powerful. He plays with really good leverage for being as tall as he is. Uh, he's going to be good for a long time. There's just those areas of concern, especially when you talk about a big city, New York. You talk about the issues with the weed and the eating. Those can all play hand-in-hand in in a city that never sleeps. Yeah, 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 But I do like Denzel Mims. I do like Ashton I love Mims. I I love love all their other picks, so it's hard for me to be be critical of what they did, but that's the biggest concern. But maybe, and and maybe the kid gets it, because if the kid gets it, he's a stud. No, no doubt. He'll be a good player to go to come. But these are things that you have to think about when you're evaluating talent. It's, it's I mean, I, I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And, and, you know, again, it comes down to Darnold. Is, is he the real deal? Right. I mean, it's a wide open division. I think the, I think the Bills are the one now that, that's going to take it. Cause I do think, obviously, with the quarterback and the Patriots, they'll take a, a little bit of a step back. But I think it's Bill's time there. Um, 
Well, if it is, and I agree with you, I think the Bills are the best team on paper right now in that division. However, Miami is catching up. And if you're the Jets, you don't want to lose ground yeah. to the Dolphins, even though they still got to figure out their quarterback issue. Darnold has to take that next step. And you have to be yeah. able to take that next step uh, to, to challenge. Because as you mentioned, the division, in, in your opinion, in my opinion, is, is, is wide open. Yeah. The, uh, of course, the Steelers, their first round pick was terrific last year. Right. In Minka Fitzpatrick. Certainly. Uh, he was awesome. And so they, they start with Minka Fitzpatrick and then they go to Chase Claypool. They get some receiver help, a big target, uh, big tight end hybrid in Claypool, Claypool out of Notre Dame. Yeah. Who could still run for his size. I like the pick for Pittsburgh. Well, I mean, Pittsburgh, you know, has, has drafted well in the past and going with a receiver. I'm not mad at them will go on with a taller receiver. They've got speed at the receiver position that they can use when they, they can use a taller one that can maybe stretch the defense vertically. Um, so I do like this pick. Seattle didn't have a first round pick, or excuse me, they did, and they take Jordan Brooks that I was like a little bit ho hum on. However, you know, they need they need linebacker help. They need to replenish that defense. That defense no longer the Legion of Boom. They get Brooks. And then I like Daryl Taylor a lot. He's a guy that that is just a super athlete who can rush off the edge, who can cover. He he'll he'll be great for Pete Carroll. Daryl Taylor out of Tennessee, I'm really, really high on. I, I well, I mean, I, I see them addressing the edge thing because of the Jadavian Clowney. Moving yeah. and then they, you know, they can't wait on Clowney. I just would have liked them to do, I would have liked them to address it with their first pick, to find an edge okay. rusher, because I think, you know, there were guys that were still available at that 27 spot where they took Jordan Brooks. And I agree with you. I, I, I they need to address that linebacker and restyle, retool that linebacker. But I thought they're, they're, what they needed most coming into this draft was somebody to comply pressure on the quarterback because all the other teams in their division have that. All right, the last four teams we'll get to on the uh, on the other side in just a second. We will also coming up take a look at today with the fourth round and where maybe the two quarterbacks, the two big quarterbacks, uh, in Easton and Fromm will go. But first, the Lord of Trendings is upon us, and I need a favor. From the Lord of Trendings. Anything for you, Anthony. Good morning, Lincoln. I need you, Lord of Trendings, to omit the great mistake by the ship of fools in Philadelphia. <laughs> I spell fools with a PH. That's actually very creative. You know I do anything for you. Anything. I mean, donate an organ, fly out there and cook. <laughs> A pasta dinner, <laughs> and I make some mean pasta. I bet you. you do, baby. Unfortunately, see, here's the thing. You, you can't really blame me. You got to blame your guy, Howie. See, it's- oh, I blamed him a lot okay. uh, 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 over the last two days. All right. I'll, I'll last t- night was, was takes the cake. I'll- I I lose my mind every time I hear it. I'll, I'll, I'll make you a deal. Maybe take your earphones off for 12 seconds, and I'll get it done in 12 seconds. How's that? Okay, perfect. Uh, Take them off now. 
Eagles drafted Oklahoma quarterback Jalen Hurts 53rd overall despite Carson Wentz having a four-year $128 million extension last June. GM Howie Roseman saying there's no threat to Carson here. For better or worse, we are QB developers. Developers, 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 developers. I had a Steve Ballmer cushion just on the end in case I took too long. All right, are you back with us, Anthony? I am. Thank you, Ilo. Hey, no problem. Nothing to see here. I just heard something about developers. Can I just say that... Who the bleep have they developed? They had a 41-year-old ESPN analyst as their backup last year when Wentz went down and they lost to Seattle because when he bent over, he ripped his his hamstring. And I don't know, they drafted a guy named Clayton Thorson. How'd that work out? What about Nate Stinkfeld out of Indiana? How'd that work out, quarterback whisperers? (laughs) Developers, 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 developers. (laughs) Stink. Oh, wow. Should be fired, all of them. This is is Philadelphia. Starting with the owner. All right, Lincoln, can you you chime in on this? This is genuine, genuine impressions here. We get generally national Anthony. The last two minutes yes. has been Philadelphia, Anthony. Certainly. <laughs> I'm not saying that you're being inauthentic with us, but I think there's multiple elements of one's persona. And we usually get national Anthony, but the last two minutes, that was straight Philadelphia, Anthony. Well, after after what the Eagles have done over the last couple yeah. of days, you had to let them, let them I, stand up. I had, to, I had them on a couch for three hours. Yeah. You know what happens when you get angry? You get, you get back uh, to your past. You get deep in the streets. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It comes out of you. Uh, certainly. Like they always say, like when you get mad, the South Philly comes out of you. It does, And this man. is what happened. All right, I'm done. Uh, Th- thank you, Ilo. Yeah, you know, certain lilt just kind of, you know. Yeah. I'm just yeah. waiting for Not a good. Greg Lazinski analogy or something. Or right. a Rick, Mc- <laughs> Rick McLeish and Bernie Perrant. <laughs> <laughs> also in the NFL draft on Friday, the Colts selected USC receiver Michael Pittman and Wisconsin running back Jonathan Taylor. Cleveland drafting LSU safety Grant Delpit. Ravens taking Ohio State running back J.K. Dobbins. And the Jets drafting Baylor receiver Denzel Mims. Draft continues with round three beginning today at noon Eastern. Among those still on the board, Washington quarterback Jacob Eason and Georgia quarterback Jake Fromm. Forget it, Jake. It's the NFL. During the, <laughs> during the draft, we recognize hard work, and Lowe's has been recognizing their Red Vest associates who have been supporting the rest of us during the crisis. Join us in thanking all the Lowe's associates and everything they're doing to support their communities during this very important time. Let's go back to Lincoln and Philadelphia, Anthony. <laughs> Hello. Thank you. Thank you, Isla. We are the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote, Lincoln, let's continue our foray around the league with four teams left, beginning with a guy who's playing chess. That's John Lynch, the (laughs) Niners. They go at 14 overall, Javon Kinlaw, that defense. Ah, that's scary. Yeah, Yeah, that is scary. Losing to Forrest Buckner, and they replace him with Kinlaw. I I love the pick. It really is smart. Um, It'd be interesting to see how they address the need of cornerback because I think they have to get a little bit more depth there, getting a little bit aged. But when you have a defensive line and and, and this type of rush package – 
that can get to the quarterback, you can you can you can fill that need pretty easily. And I especially love the Brandon Ayuk pick because he fits yeah. well in this offense. He yes, is, he does. He, uh, out of Arizona State, I really like him. They 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 went out and got themselves a receiver that's going to play well in this offense. I got to tell you, I they they're they're scary. I was saying earlier, and just just uh, curious what you think. I mean, obviously, it's chalk now after the draft, but as good as the Saints are, I, I, as good as Tampa is, I think it's Cowboys, Niners. Might very well be. The the, the NFC is stacked. Man, their um, four teams are strong, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then strong. you've got some teams that are they're making themselves, you know, putting themselves in a conversation. It'll be interesting to see how everything comes together with Tampa Bay. Yeah, well, new pieces. You know, give them a quarterback, give them a chance. You know, Atlanta, if they can stay healthy, I think Atlanta's a, a team that can has a lot of pieces in place that can make make a strive. Uh, you know, Seattle's in that conversation because uh, of what they've done last year, and you can't discount the pack, though they've kind of you know messed up a little bit in the draft. In our opinion, is you can't you still can't overlook one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Yes, yes. What do you think of Worfs? Because Tampa goes and says, all right, look, we're going to protect you, Tommy. TB, what's your take on Tristan Wirths at Iowa? You know tackles better than everybody. Yeah. I said earlier that you know Andrew Thomas out of Georgia was my top tackle, but there wasn't a whole lot of difference between the tackles. So you, you, you really, in my opinion, you really couldn't go wrong no matter which way you went. But I thought it was a solid pick. I was, I was, I was. It was funny. They switched picks with, um, with uh, San Francisco in order to give, um, and, and they gave San Francisco uh, extra picks and later, later in the draft, Tampa Bay did. And I, and I can only assume that they thought that maybe San Francisco might go there because there has been some talk about in the Bay Area about uh, the aging Joe Staley that uh, they might, they might go with a tackle. So, um, solid pick. Um, I, 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 I think it's a great pick for them. I think it really helps them. I'm more in love with the Antoine Winfield. Jr. I love Winfield. Uh, yeah, I, I like love that. him. I like love that, that kid. Um, and just what a player he yeah, is. I mean, they, they are, they are stacked. They are stacked on offense. They are, uh, the, let's look at the, the Titans, Isaiah Wilson. They get offensive line help. And they go with Isaiah Wilson out of Georgia, big man, yeah, six seven, three fifty, yeah, <laughs> no doubt. He is going to play right tackle, powerful. He is a mauler, which works well with this offense because yes, they are on first team and they play play action. So I like that pick. I love the Christian Fulton pick out of cornerback I LSU. Did, yeah. Um, I like guaranteed Evans too. The uh, yeah, the yeah, running Appalachian back. State. Yeah, that kid. That kid's good, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Don't yeah. sleep on that kid. It, it's a nice change up for a team that does what what Derrick Henry, if he's back there, does a lot of power running, downhill running. But with with Evans, you can do a lot of zone. You can change up and keep defenses on their heels. Uh, he still has some power between the tackles, but it, it it's a great way for him to have a little change up. Without a doubt. And then finally, the Redskins. Uh, of course, they stay put at two and take Chase Young, the, the disruptor, off the edge. And uh, they don't have a second-round pick and then have to wait all the way to the third round where they grab Antonio Gibson, who's a good player, the receiver out of Memphis. Didn't didn't need that. Didn't didn't need that uh, in Gibson. Yeah. I, they I, they needed offensive line help. They have to shore up this offensive line. Um, 
I do like Chase Young, and I think you know they could have probably even gone receiver uh, at this pick because it was still still a lot of to choose from. I don't think they really needed uh, Gibson though. All right, we're going to come back. We are the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, and we, we got another day today, man. We got another day, rounds four through seven with us. Just don't forget, have you heard what our friends at Lowe's have been doing during draft week? Lowe's has been sharing the stories of Red Vest Associates who are stepping up during the crisis. Our heartfelt thanks goes to all the Lowe's Red Vests and everything they're doing to support their communities when it's been needed the most. Fellas on Fox. Welcome back, fellas! Coming up. Just over two hours from now, we got more draft, my brother. More draft. You got any duties today? Uh, house cleaning, man. Yeah, practice. No more draft practicing. duties. No more draft duties. No, not until Monday. Then, then the, you'll have the the, the post draft wrap ups. Nice, 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 nice. All right. How about you? Uh, uh, no, hmm? no. Uh, I will be watching and and uh, uh, immersed into it like I have been the last two nights. Be interesting to see how they Got deliver the phones these picks. out, text. Psh, 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 yeah, psh. yeah. You know what I mean? All the yeah. all the all, all the guys. I'll, I'll be interested to see how they deliver these picks because you know in the past they've liked to spread the love around to fan bases and you know um, Hall of Famers for particular oh, yeah. team iconic I don't think names. They can do and, that anymore. They can't really do – well, I don't know if you have enough time to get the information to them unless you have someone pre-screened. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think that's mm-hmm. that's that's difficult when you're talking about moving around. So maybe maybe they thought about that. I don't know. All right, let's go uh, – let's pick your brain a little bit and uh, let's figure out where the quarterbacks are going. Where does Jake Fromm go? Where does Jacob Eason – now, I got to believe Eason's going to go before Fromm – Easton's got the bigger arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but then so you look at teams that are still trying to think about developing a quarterback, and usually around this time, the fourth through the seventh round is where you take that quarterback that you're going to develop because there's not a pressure of putting him in right now. So um, you, you still have Indianapolis out there, you still have New England out there, you still have Jacksonville out there that might go with one of them. Um, my, I honestly feel that Easton is more of a New England type of guy, but. I, you know, based on what New England has in the, their picks, I see. I think they can. They feel that they can wait on him if they don't take him in the. If they, I see they're getting in a fifth or sixth round if they have the pick, and I don't even know if they have those picks yet. So, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, I got to believe if Eason goes to to one of those teams, mm-hmm. I don't know that from. I I have very little interest in from. From the look, the good thing he's about him a, is that he's, he's, a, a, he's, he's a winner, but he was consistently average. <laughs> Just, yeah. yeah, I mean, there wasn't anything spectacular about and he him. Doesn't have he's, he's, arm, he's, he doesn't have a great arm, man. No, but he's he's smart and and he's a solid quarterback in a sense that 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 he, and I hate to use this phrase, but it's so applicable here. He manages games well. Yeah, so he'll be a proverbial backup all, throughout his career. He'll yeah. be another Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, let's look at some of the guys that you think have a chance to go early. You tell me, are they going in the top 10 in the fourth round? You ready? Okay. 
Uh, P. Ryan, running back, Florida. Well, Michael P. Ryan's got, I, I think, got to go, right? In the top yeah, 10, 15. Of this, no? See. Well, it's. It depends on order. I mean, because there wasn't a big there, the ones the teams that want running backs. Mm, interesting pick. Uh, I, I really don't know. As far as it, 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 teams, you know, in the sense, like I said, it's the order. Uh, does he go within the the, the yeah. fourth round right now? But there are no notable names. Like I said, I'm, I'm I mean the kid, the receiver out of Liberty, still there. I, that yeah. kid can play. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that one. Gandy Golden, I, yeah, I, I yeah. think he's good. And I, and I, I had mentioned earlier, you know, uh, edge rusher out of Boise State, Curtis Weaver. I think yes. is, is one of those guys that that's should be I, off the board. I agree. Um, Bryce Hall, cornerback out of Virginia, had a, had a nice one. And then you got your run of offensive linemen that I think will go in this fourth round. Nick Harris out of Washington. Um, Let's see who's the other one. Uh, Prince Tega Wanago. What about Charles out of LSU? Yes, he's another one that shot him off the board this, yeah, early. I like you know I like Bradley and A from Utah. He's an edge guy. I think he's a rotational guy off the edge. The kid works hard. I think that he kid's a, he's big. I, I like him. I think he you got some. My only he, issue is that is he, is he a three down when you go with edge guys. You don't want to have a primarily nickel guy. You're not going to draft yeah. him unless you go maybe fifth or sixth round or, or a free agent. But is he a three-down player? I mean, I like him. I don't have anything, any problem with I don't think he's a three-down player. I don't. I don't. But I think I think he works hard. I think he sticks, I think he sticks around. I like Kareem, the edge rusher out of Notre Dame. I think he could yeah. be. He, he, right. I think he can be developed as a three-down three guy. Everybody likes that kid, the linebacker out of Appalachian State. Uh, Davis Gaither. Oh, people yeah, like him a yeah, lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, can I move. Like yeah. I think he's a solid pick. I'd like the Raiders to get him. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I no, I'm 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 with you. Uh it's gonna be a lot of fun, Link. It will what be. do you usually look for in this in this during this time? Value guys that had high praise in uh, early days in college might have had some injury uh, injury issues, but were going to give you everything they could because they're mad that they fell to this far. I like it. Throw some darts, man. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Be safe out there. See ya. Enjoy the day of the draft today. Fellas are out. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.